Original of that. <laughs> he's going to jail, right? He's, he's going to jail, right? <laughs> no, he's not. Okay. That man is not going to jail. Okay. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we will not be putting dick all in your stomach. Um, Show. <laughs> welcome to another Smack episode. your ass and then tell you don't do no running? Yo, that sounds wild. <laughs> Grab your wig off. <laughs> what? This nigga sound crazy. It's just your man, Distinguished Guy. Welcome back to the world's most dangerous podcast. Dad has a bow ties on all streaming platforms. Fuck around. Facts, predictors of culture. Predictors it's the kid X A B. Good lord. Um. All right. So for real, for real, we gonna. <laughs> he said for real, for real. <laughs> Un, the the unfiltered version. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. We gonna we gonna start like this because God did. God definitely did. We gotta put some respect on this man's name. Let's go. DJ you already know what time it is. Yeah. Huh? And they stay there. And they stay there. And they stay there. Cause all I do is win. Huh? Win. Huh? Win. Huh? Win. And if you go in here, put your hands yeah. in the air. Make Listen. them stay down. Ludacris going in on the verse cause I never been defeated and I won't stop now. Let's go. Keep your hands up. Get them in the sky for the homies that ain't making it and my folks locked down. Woo. I never went nowhere. What they say in Ludacris. Uh-huh. I call it Luda, yeah. And I'm on this foolish track, so I spit my. Uh. DJ Y'all forgot about this nigga, I think. Yo. I think y'all forgot about this nigga. We the best, the runners. I represent Yo. the ghetto across the world. And Yo. you represent Tell the really hood. Two hands in the sky. Like I'm so hey. I got my pants below my waist and another Yo. 10 for the minutes. Because you and your man is planning to hate. I'm so these goals up in my mouth If you get closer to my house Then you know no, what I'm talking about I'm out the hood Yo, God damn me, me put your hands, hands up Can you stay in the hood Let's go If you not from here You can walk it out And you not hood If you don't know what I'm talking about Everybody want the motherfucker know I, I dress so fly Sit so high Bitch, I do Trick it for the hood Daddy on your way I do it for the hood that's one of our more powerful blacks. Big fact. 
niggas get fucked up and put on ice for the rest of their life. Let's do it like this. Oh, another one. Let's do it like this. Caliban outside. Caliban outside. Let's go. I don't know if you could take it. No. No, you wanna see me naked, naked, naked. Yes. I wanna be a baby, baby, baby. Hey. Spinning in his wet just like he came from Maytag. Rock a wrist on the brown. Uh. Then I get like this, I can't be around you. Nope. Until it's a dim down and notch. Cause I can into things that I'm gone. Oh boy, so silky, boy. Wow, wow, wow. Free, free. We love you. Wow, wow, wow. Thoughts. A Billy. Wow, wow. When I with you, all I hey, 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 we the best music. All hits, all hits, another one. He's not missed. Straight to the new school. Oh shit. Yes. We the best music. Uh-huh. Raiders about to happen. Get your money up. Hey. Another one. Anthem's only. Miami Anthem's ATL. Zone. DJ Khaled. Hold up. Yeah. Let me check some. Please don't check for me until the check comes. He asked me what's my horoscope. I said a dollar sign. We got one more for y'all audience. We got one more. Y'all know what's coming. Y'all know what's coming. Pull up on. Let's go. I ain't never heard no shit like this in my life. Kanye then mastered this gospel secular music. Yo. Uh. Oh my God. When I heard this, I said, oh, he's here. Oh my God. I said, Kanye really got album coming. Whatever it is. <laughs> Whatever it is. Down to three. God did. Yo, God really did. Callum, we love you. This free promo. Don't shut us out. That's a fact. Free promo. God wouldn't like that. <laughs> God wouldn't like that. I'm sorry. I actually got. We gotta play the other one. You, you know the one we gotta play. Yeah, we gotta. We gotta play the other one. I thought you was gonna play, but this, this is right after that. Yeah. This chorus we call is stupid. This the stupidest chorus I've heard, my nigga. Oh my God. Kingdom. 
The kingdom of demons are trembling. Yo, what is this nigga talking about? What is this nigga talking about? And the father who put off. Oh my god. I'm holding on, but I don't know if I can take it much longer. Today's the day that I put all of my trust in. You gotta stop this shit. What the fuck just happened? Yo, when I heard M, I said, wait, you got M on the album? M and Kanye? M and Kanye? Yo, what just happened, bro? They never bro? did a record before. I hope y'all know that this history that Cal- This shit is crazy. All Khaled does is make history. That's all he does. He's history every fucking album. Son. He's like, I'm putting your favorite artist. Please let this hate make me stronger for they turn on me like a zombie. It's like I'm being strangled unconscious. Yeah. When temptation is almost like Satan is bitten. You trying to take you away from your daughters. Dangling a bunch of painkillers. Oh waving them in your face and them Watson's coming oh extra screaming. That's why they make them in rectangular objects. Because that's the shape of a coffin. Though it ain't medication this time, but the devil's aching me. God did. It breaks my heart. I'ma just lay back. I'ma let God do what he do. We the best music. God did. Play themselves. This right Why here. Oh shit. This chorus. You can be over here embracing that love. Had me emotional. More love. More blessings. More life. <laughs> God did. You either win with us. Or you, or you watch, watch us, us win. win. DJ Khaled. Mm. This chorus. I don't even know. Wow. I don't even know anymore. Wow. I don't even know, dogs. They counted us out. Time to say a prayer. When Rick come in talking about time to say a prayer, we go, I'm saying a prayer at the end of the episode. Oh, God. Money safe. What are we talking about? I was like, yo, Rose. Okay. Okay. Calm down. <laughs> okay. Little Wayne. Yo, it's the Ass of Bowtie, man. The world's most engine podcast. Shoot on all platforms. Oh, oh, you know what time it is. <laughs> Don't flag us, Khaled. We got you. We got you. Oh, I'm about to throw this phone. I'm about to throw the phone. We at go? Yo. Yes. 47 years old. It's still going. 
Oh man, that Meek Mill line was stupid too. Everything dumb. The whole four minutes of Jay rapping was, you don't get that. Nobody has gotten that from Jay, but Khaled is letting you know only he can. Yeah, first of all, Khaled is so fire. Khaled got closer to God and then got Jay closer to God, and Jay go by Hove. Khaled, how you do that? It's different. It's it's different. <clears throat> Officially, guys, welcome to Dad Hasn't Post. That's a thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This, this album, bro, Khaled got one. This is one of them ones. This is one of them ones. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I know Khaled has been getting a lot of heat over the last maybe, I want to say, two albums yeah. before this. Yeah. They were saying he was getting a little lazy with it. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of the, the songs weren't, they didn't sound too good. Right. Um. The projects weren't cohesive, but this one, I, I don't know. I don't know if anybody got something bad to say about this project. This is hip hop. Right. This is what the fuck we've been talking about. This is not Father Assad album. This is not Khaled Khaled. Nah. This is God Dead. Yeah. yeah. And for a while, we got to understand, DJ Khaled has been a very positive person throughout his whole span of his career, like since we've met him. And one thing that I will say about DJ Khaled is that Every time he goes into album mode, it's like he goes into album mode, bro. Like he, like he, like he never put out an album. I yeah. swear to God, yeah. He goes as if it's his first album, and I think that's one thing from the game in general that's missing. A lot of y'all getting too fucking comfortable, and I think that that might have happened on those last two albums because that was the first time like Khaled was number. One. He was a personality. He yes. had became yes. a number one personality yeah. where people. When they he he had transcended his original audience, correct. So I think maybe when he did that, he didn't necessarily know how to footing because a lot of it came from Instagram and Snapchat where right. he was putting up the videos and Weight people, Watchers, right. TikTok and all that. People yeah. started to find him really really funny, and they started to follow him for something other than the music. And I also think that when Khaled came into the game, he was a little bit of a joke. Let's let's really be honest about it. Khaled was trying to Kevin Hart his way through his situation. Yeah, a, a lot of the, yeah. I think, a lot of Gimmicky. the artists were like, okay, like, he's the dude that's getting all the the rappers. And at first, it wasn't the big name, right? It was Ace Hood, you know what I mean? Lil Correct. Wayne was becoming Lil Wayne, but Lil he wasn't Wayne Lil Wayne yet. definitely become a Lil Wayne, because Lil, first of all, Lil Wayne became Lil Wayne with Khaled when he was like, ah, I am a beast, yeah. feed me rappers or feed, feed me, me beats. Ooh. I'm like, yo, yo, we gotta play, we gotta yeah. do that to us that episode, oh my yeah. God. Yeah. But yeah. Nah, but, back, but, but Khaled, I think he came in, and that's what led to him always holding his hunger. Right. When he got to that position in life where 
It seemed like everything was up. He had his son. You know what I mean? Like he was he was on top of the world. He was literally was on top, like legit, literally. And so I think he did get a little complacent, but something something sparked. Something him. happened. Something and, happened. And I want to know. I, I want to know one thing from our listeners. Do you think that if you took the time out, apply the same type of energy and uh, expression that Khaled applied to him in album mode? Do you think you can also get to the next level in what you're trying to do? Because the way that this man was happy about putting this record out and getting his features and he's big on his family, I think we all need to strive to that. Absolutely. Hey, yo, I knew this shit was some shit when 21 Savage sounded like Andre 3000. 21 Savage snapped on that record. He I snapped. Was like, it was, <laughs> I don't know what happened. I was like, yo, and he was saying some shit. He was saying some shit, bro. Like, you know what? Anytime Khaled, and I, I thought about this on the way here, bro. I was like, you can't tell me Khaled didn't sit niggas down. I was like, this is the direction that I'm going in my oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah, need nah. everybody's verse to reflect where I'm going. Nah, he, he definitely he had definitely, a conversation he, with everybody. He had a conversation with everybody. Because there's no, even, even fucking Quavo and Takeover, I was like, I, I fuck with that record. I was like, Yo, they, okay, you got some shit. Yo, R.I.P. Juice World, but it sounded like he had a conversation with Juice World. R.I.P. Juice World. I was like, my man got Juice World on the album. He and said, the shit sound good, son. It sounded really it good. It ain't sound like some shit they pieced together. Right, like how y'all was doing with Pop, R.I.P. Pop Smoke. Nah, that shit sound like that. he had that in the tuck, but it, it also sound like they recorded that shit yesterday. I don't know. I'm like, yo, how'd y'all do that? You know what I mean? But crazy. Nah, this 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 one of them ones. If y'all haven't listened to that DJ Khaled uh album yet, you need to get on it. God did, dog. Yeah, God, God did. God and 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 God is still doing it. <laughs> so what's next for Khaled? I think Khaled needs to put a compilation album together. Um, maybe a greatest hits. Mm. Um Remind I, these niggas? Yeah, remind them like so some of the records we played. Compilation album, greatest hits. Maybe do like maybe one or two songs, or maybe do like a remake of one of the songs as well. I think that'll be dope. Um, I see Khaled. We talked about this for 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 Drake. I I, I could watch a Khaled show. I don't know what it's gonna be about, but I know it's gonna be super positive. It's gonna be super optimistic about mm. life. I could see a Khaled show, and you know what I mean. Low key, I wouldn't be surprised if he comes out and says, "Yo, I'm doing a whole series called God Did." I wouldn't be surprised because it mm. it would make sense. I mean, it's DJ Khaled. One of the most positive um, people, possibly one of the most influential in terms of positivity on Instagram, on these social platforms. All he does is speak life in the artist, and he has all these anthems that he's given us all these years. First of all, he started calling himself We the Best. He didn't say I was the best. We the collective. That means he's mm. always about people. We the best. Then, as the years progressed and as the years, you know, matured, he starts giving you other ones, another one. He didn't start out with another one. That 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 can't, he's letting you know everything I do is another one. Whether you think it's not, everything I do is another one. And it's crazy because now when we hear another one, it's synonymous with DJ Khaled. That's even, a fact. Even if you hear somebody else say it, another one. He he branded that. He literally branded when you hear DJ. When you hear that, you know it's about to be some shit. And now he's branding his God did. God did is amazing. That is like. That's going everywhere now. Yeah, you're gonna hear niggas saying God did. You're gonna hear you're gonna hear you're gonna hear rappers say God did. Huh? Da, 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 DJ Khaled, huh, huh, God did. Yeah, <coughs> we we in a different we're in a different frequency. Yeah, I think uh I think he put himself back in the conversation of hip hop, and I think now he's trying he's trying to show us, and he's succeeding in showing us what happens when you elevate to the top, but you don't 
get rid of, rid of your hip hop roots. Back. Like a lot of what ends up happening is these artists get to a specific space where they get to the quote unquote top of the hill and they don't know what to do. So they start to fall. But him and, and Hove, they're showing us what happens when you don't do that. Like when you get to the top of the mountain, but you know how to maintain and you know how to keep things going. So I'm super excited to see what happens uh, with Khaled in the future. But I do feel like right now he's he's showing us how to elevate as someone who started in the hip hop culture and is going to continue in the hip hop culture. So, yeah, I mean, with all of the praise of of, of that project and Hove on it, we also had this come out this week. Jay-Z, what what do you regret about y'all situation? Do you think it should have been more? You think you guys could have had more together? Okay. Yeah, all that, but we were friends. So uh, this is from Tony the Closer. Like, how would you feel if your brother just betrayed you for money? Would it hurt? I felt that I felt that personally. I told so you, you outside, that, yeah. But that's it's it's, it's that's the algorithm. <laughs> it, it wasn't surprising because that's what always happens. That it was surprising because no one. That's what it was. We were breaking the algorithm. We were doing it a different way and sticking together. But that's what always happens. They make one sell out the other. Their friend divide and conquer. Mm. That's a normal story. Mm-hmm. It was just a problem. Damn, we got caught up in that. But damn, we I, I was like fuck it. But we were so cool. You know what I'm saying? Like that was my nigga. Like we never argued nothing. I didn't even. That's why I didn't know it was coming. I was like, pause. I was, I was like, yo, what's going on? They saying we mad at each other. Huh? That was some real slick shit. It was. I was like, that was, you know, I was like, that nigga's cold. He's cold. But I felt, it, I but felt that same type of everybody backstab. Does. Yeah. Name someone that's a good nigga that hasn't. Name a good. Yeah. Um. I don't know how you feel about this, bro. I don't know, man. Um, it's always two sides to every it's, story. It's, right. It's, it's, it's always two sides to every story. And I think Jay-Z took the high road. Um, because for one, he does not speak on this a lot, if he even does. Yeah, he tries to avoid he this conversation. He does his best because, and a part of me understands. Because I've been there, but minus... Minus the money, like I've been there where, and X knows this, you've been around me long enough, you know, there's dudes that I would consider OGs. And when we go through a period of time of not talking, I do be in my feelings. I do be like, damn, like, we don't talk, like, there's no texting no more, we don't call, like, we used to be, like, you know, together a lot doing shows and stuff. But like you just said, that, that pivotal point is... There's two sides to every fucking story. Mm-hmm. And Dame, I get it. You miss Sean Carter. You said that was your friend. That's what it sounded like. You miss Sean Corey Carter. I get it. But Dame, you did something to Sean Corey Carter that you're not being truthful about. You're only saying what he's what he did or what or what you want us to believe he did to you. We don't know what you did to him. For real, for real. We don't know because you're not going to tell me it's just money, bro. You're not, you're not going to tell I don't believe that. It's more than money. Both of y'all got money. It's more than money. Something happened, and that nigga probably said, you know what? I got I to gotta go. I mean, there's a couple <laughs> things, right? Like, Jay-Z seems like a reasonable fella. He don't seem like the type of dude... 
that just wakes up in the morning one day and says, you know what, fuck people that are close to me. Right? Like, just fuck these niggas. I don't give a fuck about them no more. That's number one. Number two, we all seen that video floating about where Jay-Z looked like he was completely done with them niggas. Bro, bro. And that was in the early 2000s. That's when they had Michael Jackson fucking perform at Summer Jam. So, if Jay-Z had that look then, Nine times out of ten, in my opinion, I feel like Jay... He looked out of it in that fucking He video. looked like he was so tight, like, yo, I just want to go home. And them niggas was celebrating and happy as fuck. So there was a disconnect already there. I don't know what the disconnect was, but there was a disconnect between... Huge, huge. Whatever it is that allowed them to celebrate while this man looked miserable. And and that's just the reality of the situation. We don't we don't need to know the backstory. I don't need to know the backstory. I just know that there was a disconnect between the two of them at some point. And you're not gonna keep telling us, Dame, that it's about money. Your brother left you because uh, a white man or whoever put uh, the bread in between y'all. You, it's, right. it's way it's more it can't. And whoever believes that, shame on you, because y'all niggas is gullible. Y'all niggas believe everything. And then I was reading into it a little bit more, because I was like, yo, I really don't know the details of this beef. Like, right, right. Uh, let me go, or I need to refresh about right, it. Uh, right, uh, uh, a refresher, if you will. So I look, and I'm seeing articles where apparently Dame has said um, he he stopped fucking with Hove when Hove did um, a record with R. Kelly. So he oh. said... Cause, cause Dame was dating Aaliyah. I was, I was just about to say, oh, okay, okay. Dame says that he was close to marrying Aaliyah. Okay, okay. And he said that everybody knew, including Jay Z, about R. Kelly illegally marrying Aaliyah, Aaliyah when, when she, was, she 14, was fifteen. Fifteen, right? So he said, based off of that, morally, he disconnected from Jay. And now, and we talking years ago too. Yeah. We're not talking just now. We're talking more than 10 years ago. He was like, I morally disconnect because anybody who could do that, be on a record with him and go on tour. Right, could do anything. So I think, if anything, Dame's perception of Jay changed. Changed after after that, yeah. And maybe he thought that Jay would do anything for money. And Jay-Z, Jay-Z did two albums with R. Kelly. Jay-Z did Best of Both Worlds. Mm Mm-hmm. And then I forgot what the name of the other one. Oh, Unfinished Business. Because when I was when I was like coming up, coming listening to hip hop, I remember distinctly going in my man's car. Shout out to my 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 man Matt. His father used to drive us to school, and and you 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 used to hear Fiesta on fucking repeat. You used to hear Fiesta was it? Got a body, yada yada. Used to hear that on repeat. She get it from my mama. Used to hear that on repeat. Used to hear it's the ball. Used to hear all that shit. And that's when them niggas was killing the game. <laughs> killing the fucking game. But Dame also said, which makes me think it's personal too, that Jay-Z was a Brooklyn nigga and Brooklyn niggas can't help themselves but to rob people. Wow. <laughs> bro, that is that in is, that same interview that we just played. Bro, that is a wild statement. He was like, Jay-Z is a Brooklyn oh, nigga. He was like, yo, any Brooklyn nigga will tell you. He was like, the Brooklyn niggas would be like, yo, I'm about to go rob the connect. And then oh, Dame was like, "Why would you rob the connect?" And he's like, "Yo, cause he got all the pieces, so I gotta, I gotta rob the connect, get all, and then start my own shit." And then Dame was like, "Jay Z did the same thing. I was the connect, and Jay Z had to rob me." I don't, I don't know, dogs. Dame, you was the connect for real, and Jay had to rob you. Yo, y'all Irv Gotti niggas gotta go. I'm sorry. Yeah, man. and then I'm seeing articles from before that was like, yo. 
Jay-Z's real beef, Dame, out of Dame's mouth, Jay-Z's real beef is uh, with Biggs. So I'm like, yo, what? which one is it, What's dogs? with Biggs? Nah. Ah, like, no. which one is it, dogs? It just sounds like feelings. And want- it sounds like hurt. And I, I've softened my stance on Dame over the years because... You know, Dame is known for coming out and just saying whatever's on his mind, being a, a Kanye, if yeah, you being blunt, being harsh, whatever the case right. is. But I understand like some of where He's his sentiments of, yeah, are. Yeah. I just think that this sounds like hurt, honestly. He wants his friend back. Let's take away the money. <laughs> That's what it is. Let's take away the bread, bro. Genuinely, as a human being, he wants his friend back. Yeah. He, what? he he won't he he won't he won't get that friend back though. This is a different Jay. He won't get that Jay Z back. This is a different Jay Z. Whatever led to that breakup, yeah, that was a bad just breakup. like you said. Dame knows what his part was. Dame knows exactly where he fucked up at. Right. Jay Z probably fucked up in the midst Jay-Z, of it too. Yeah, huh? yeah, nobody's yeah, innocent. Yeah, no, yeah, nobody's innocent. But I feel like Dame knows exactly where he fucked up, and Dame got to stop telling us that. Money was in between because from what you just said, bro, th- this was an escalation. This was a series of things that led to this. Not just money. It was more than money. Money was probably like the tail end. Like, oh, at the end, like, okay, he see, I right, cool. I could, I could start my own shit. Nigga, niggas didn't even know Jay Z was starting a new label. Niggas didn't even know Jay Z was starting a label. Some had to lead to Rock Nation to Jay Z saying, "I want to start this and not have you present." Yeah. Because that's crazy for him not to not have you present. Y'all niggas started Rockefeller Records together. Right. So if y'all started together. Right. And everything was all right. It was all good. Money rolling in. Bitches. Uh, uh, tours. No business disconnects. No personal disconnects. Nothing. Right. Y'all just living life. He's not. There's no way in the world Jay-Z just said, I'm going to wake up and fuck y'all niggas. And that's, I think, the perception he's trying to have us create a Jay. Right. Because I don't think that happened. most people would be afraid to do that because, like, yo, I needed these niggas to get this amount of money. So if I, <laughs> if I cut one of these niggas out, that might mean I'm going to fuck this whole shit up. That's how most people's mentality would be. So for him to do that, he saw that as a liability. If I take these niggas on, they have been ruining whatever it is that I feel like I'm trying to do. So I got to cut him off. Let's keep it 100, man. Let's, let's talk. We're on a podcast. This is what the fuck happened. And this, and this is what I think happened with me. When you go from poet, watch this, mm. to producer... Niggas start looking like this nigga trying to be better than me. Yeah. This nigga started off as a poet, not doing shows, not running around these venues, putting shit together. This nigga was a poet looking for shows to perform. And I was providing them for him. And I and I was providing them for him. I created a safe haven for him. Put his name on flyers, created flyers for him. Cultivated that nigga. I cultivated. That nigga's like my son. Dame Dash looked at Jay-Z and said, this nigga is starting to become a businessman? Yeah. Wait. Com- competing minds now. He's not just an artist oh, okay. that I could sit there and okay. be in politic with, and, and I'm actually the one showing him game. Talk about it, come on. Now he's coming to me with business deals. Talking about, oh, he he know that maybe how we could do this and flip this better. Nigga, what? Nigga, I'm the one who taught you how to flip. And I might be sitting there like, I don't want to do that deal. Right. And he's like, well, I don't really need you to do the deal. Actually, I already broke you. I just wanted to see what your take was on it before I 
took it. Well, nigga, we partners right now. But if it, if I keep hearing no from you, right, over and over and over that's and gonna, over, don't get me upset. And I know I feel like I know how to do this shit on my own. I could do it better than how we started. I'm gonna go do it on my own I'm at some gonna, point. Yeah, I'm gonna make more money now, actually, because I was taught I could do it on my own, and that's actually pocketing more money for me. I'm not gonna keep trying to partner with you if you're not. You know what I mean? Like if we, especially if you're looking at me like, nigga, I'm the business mind. You the artist. You, you the, the face art. of right, this shit. Right. But I'm the one that does the business. So you chill out. You know all this, all this extra shit you keep bringing to the table. Relax. Relax. That's me. You bringing deals to the table. I don't, I don't. I don't know. I don't see it. And then you go and you might. You might be like, yo, fuck. I'm gonna do it on my own. And then it works because I'm gonna keep it a hundred. Rock Nation is, is and will always be bigger than Rockefeller Records. Mm. Definitely lasted longer. Definitely. Dame is looking right now. First of all, Rock Nation is here for a minute. I don't see, I don't see Rock Nation going nowhere. If anything, they're going to continue to elevate. Rockefeller Records had an expiration date, though. Yeah. When Jay-Z left, it was over. When Distinguished left Untamed Talent, it was over. Damn. <laughs> just, I'm just being honest. I'm being honest. No comment on this side. <laughs> Sound like family business. Because <laughs> then I'm going to be the one that gets attacked. I'm going to be the one that's like, I ain't saying shit. <laughs> I'm being honest. <laughs> you can say that. I ain't, gonna, ain't nothing. I ain't adding shit to that. Nope. Nope. Because that niggas make me the bad. Because I was somehow... The reason why, in certain instances, uh, I, nah, sip on this water. Yo, God did. God did. Matter of fact, we're gonna change conversation. Oh, we're gonna go ahead. said we're not doing this. Out of us. It's growing now. It's crazy. Okay. The idea of Polly, I always think about it like, so like when the guy wake up, are y'all low key fighting over who he kissed first? Yo, that, that was first a crazy question. Kiss? So that was crazy. it all depends. This whole, on this whole conversation was hilarious together. to me. Uh-huh. Right. Who put so these two in the room? If y'all all intimate, it can be a lot more equal. But usually there's a power dynamic between the first part, like the primary partner versus the secondary partner. Oh, so partner. it is a first and a second. It can be if y'all talk this nigga like started that. talking in circles. That, that term. Because nobody want to be second. But hey, say the, lady, the, hey, the, the woman that friend. you love right now, that is your exclusive partner. Yeah, if yeah. y'all decide to go poly, clearly she comes first. Always, right? And yeah, the second yeah. shorty is like, oh, hey, girl. Yeah, unless... The woman that we brought in. This shit sound messy as fuck already. It was very messy. I was like, I can't even watch this whole thing. These niggas are crazy. They had me thinking back to my life. I ain't judging nobody's lifestyle. I'm just saying, I'm trying to explain this shit. It's wild. Crazy, amazing. They was high. They was high because they both smoked butt. Beautiful woman. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, on a fun night, I'm like, and my husband, he's so traditional. I mean, that's great. And y'all know what y'all want right now. I wanted more than just sex when I started this. Right. Like, the birthdays were the worst. Yo, when he said you know, birthdays was the worst, I said, this nigga is a splurger. Gifts that you get. Yeah, I didn't want to be what I became, which was a polygamous <laughs> man. Good it's Lord. not fun like that. Yeah. Good Lord. But like you said, you, you A evolved, polygamous man. Polygamous man. Somebody going to have to break so that down. <laughs> I'm, I'm slightly confused. Yeah. Not me. I don't know what he talking about. Last time I had a threesome. I remember the last time. 
we really even did it, you know, because yeah. now we have kids, we involved, we're yeah. adults, like we're now, I respect grown, this part of the conversation. A married couple, yeah, with real life kids and real life jobs. We got a schedule like, shit. Now we have we to evolved and that yeah. back then it's like yeah we drunk yeah yeah this sounds like, unevolved you know right. you're like, drunk yeah. uh-huh and you and you now you gave into whatever lust uh-huh desires right yeah 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 that's the reality when you talk about evolving he's not who he was when you fell in love with him right and you're not who you were yeah. when he fell in love with exactly. you exactly that changes over time and the beauty of it is and i'm sure you relate you get to fall back um, I mean, you you did live a poly lifestyle for a minute. How does yeah. how does this shit sound to you? Well, like you said, nigga. Even for me, nigga, it this sounded mad messy. I was like, these niggas, man, they just drunk and high. <laughs> I'm high, boss. I'm high, boss. Uh yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I tried to follow. I tried to I, be. I, I tried. I tried to be open, but once once he was like your primary partner. What what made me kind of laugh at that <laughs> is a lot of people. So as poly, first of all, polyamorous relationships, even though they've been around, the way they're defined now has changed. Right? Yeah, yeah, completely. yeah. It's yeah, completely like polygamy was what people would call what we're now saying poly. poly correct. And on the, even though polygamy is supposed to be the marriage, right? Correct. And now what we're doing with Polly is we're saying it's anything that's pretty much just not an, uh, a monogamous one-on-one relationship. Right. So if you're dating, right, it almost fits in the Polly. Right, because you're dating multiple people. Right. 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 And that's not really. That's not really. Y'all niggas stop. It's not really yeah, Polly, stop. guys. Y'all know it. Y'all know what y'all doing. Y'all know what y'all doing. Right? I see the play. I see the play. This is not. This is. This is not the. This is a flag on the play. Actually, it's a flag on the play. But when he said primary partner, it made me laugh because that's it. What tends to happen in almost any relationship, you start to vibe with somebody more than you vibe with the other. Come on, talk about it. Now, so you go if if you have a primary partner, there's always going to be a secondary person, which means jealousy is always is always in the background somewhere. It's a fine line. It's right it, there. It, 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 not saying that it always it is going to, to happen, right? Because right, right, the women could be cool as fuck. Yeah, but the, it's there. Nah, some, <laughs> somebody's thinking, especially when you're not with the other person, especially if. You're going to go there. Damn. The way you fuck one of them ain't the way you fuck the other. Yo, I might have to. Because I, I, <laughs> I might say it real. I might have to leave again. This sound permanently. Bro. If you fucking one. Bro. And the other one is aware and it's not the same type of fuck, bro. bro. I remember the first time I told one of my partners, I'm starting to go raw with the other one. It was, you would have thought I killed somebody. You would have thought I fucking killed somebody. That's a difficult conversation. She was like, "Wait, y'all going raw now?" I said, "Well, no. Well, I'm, 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 I'm the next time we fuck, I'm going raw." <laughs> She's like, "Wait, you got me fucked up, <laughs> just like that, because that meant something to right. her." Right? She's like, "Well, I guess, I well, I guess you ain't fucking me no more." I was like, "We both know I'm still fucking you. Stop." I just pulled her like, "Bitch, you know we still fucking. Stop, stop." Not, nah, but but going raw meant oh, something. Going raw meant something, yeah, because a closer emotional. First of all, for me, I don't know about y'all niggas, but when I go raw, nigga, I feel like I'm turning into a super saiyan. Okay, <laughs> condom is like eating a sensu bean. Transforming, and the hair's glowing. 
First of all, when niggas nut, niggas is transforming. Okay? But when you nut inside of a woman that you going raw with, that shit hit different. Skin to skin contact is crazy. Different experience. Especially if that if that's your main person. And this is somebody I was getting tested with. We were going on trips with. Sleeping over. Weekends. One time, one whole week. I'm in their living space. I'm in their breathing space. I'm walking their dog. I'm buying, I'm helping them buy groceries. We going to Home Depot. I'm painting the living room. I'm changing fucking shower heads. I'm cleaning stoves. I'm cleaning tubs. I'm cleaning cars. It's a different experience. It is. It is. I probably shit, man. Listen, man. That shit not for everybody. Okay. I don't want nah, y'all to it, get it confused. It's it's it is a decision. It is a <laughs> it is a decision. Is a and I think that that is my only knockback with the push that was happening maybe a year ago. Yeah. Was it was diminishing the fact that it's a real decision that needs yeah. to be made. It's not just a, a lifestyle as like oh we well try it out right yeah and or oh well you know uh, the powers that be are pushing you to be monogamous but really and truly that's not how you uh, are born to be and that's not how you're built to be and all these things like no you have to make a very conscious decision mm-hmm. that you want to attempt because we're not talking about just having a threesome no right? it's it's deeper than that you want to attempt to have a loving, committed relationship to more than one individual. Right. Because again, guys, the word poly means many and amorous means love. Polyamorous. However, there's people that are talking to people and then saying that that's a polyamorous relationship. Those people, those, those girls probably don't even know you dating other women. Y'all mm. niggas is not keeping it 100. Nah. Nah, and another aspect of it is the love aspect. Oh man, y'all y'all think that just because you got more than one woman to say that she is comfortable or cool with you dating another woman that you you poly? Nope. As Jadena said, Jadena said, birthdays were the worst. Yo, when he said that, I felt for me, I felt that I said, "Fuck," because shit bad. <laughs> what you getting for her, and what you getting for her, right? <laughs> right Cause I wanna know If that bitch got something Better than me Christmas come around Around Bad How are you making sure Everyone feels equal Let's even take the gifts Out of it When you spending your time How do you make sure That again Like a lot of people Complain about even Catering to one individual And that's, that was always The conversations That well, me yeah, and you correct, had Correct How are you gonna cater to more and you having a hard time with one. You having a hard time in a monogamous relationship. You ain't even mastered that shit yet. But you think you ready for polyamory? I don't I don't get it. Nigga, you sound dumb as shit. Yeah. Nigga, and again, just say you want a threesome. Yeah, just say you want to fuck more than one girl and you want to see if you can get the two girls to fuck right, each other. Right, right, right. That's what most of y'all niggas want. Most of y'all niggas want, y'all not gonna say that. <laughs> y'all not saying that at all. And that's what most of y'all we want. We pod into that. Yeah, you like, want your dick wet twice. You want, yeah, that's you, want, it. you want one girl to suck the dick and the other girl to suck the ball. That's it. You want, you want the fantasy, nigga. That's it. You don't want to be polyamorous. I'm no. letting you know that. Little nigga listening, you don't want to be poly. 
Y'all you, niggas don't want that. You fuck boy, you don't want to be poly. You fuck girl, you don't want to be poly. Nah, you you might want two niggas and, and feel like, oh, all right, I got both niggas and they can love, quote unquote, love on me the way I want them to. Right. Which means that when I go see this nigga, right. he doing X, Y, and Z. And when I go see this nigga, he doing X, Y, and Z. And that right. might mean money. Right. And on behalf, you know, because I'm not, I'm not a, a part of the community, um, but I had to ask myself, I said, when I was poly, I'm about to say a real thing. Technically, I was a part of the LGBTQ plus community. Technically. Why? Because the women I was dealing with was bisexual. Mm. Mm. I had to, and once I got to that conclusion, I was like, oh shit. This is where I'm at. Because I'm dealing with girls who's kissing girls, who's then kissing me, and then I'm kissing them. Bitch, you just kissed her. That means we all in this relationship. We, we all in this shit now. I mean, we're gonna have a Patreon episode because um, we all in this. Like the conversations about configurations of threesomes. Oh, that's a whole other topic for us to delve into because the configuration can the configuration can make someone think something about you. I had a conversation one time and. It blew my mind about what, like, some people think about certain threesomes. Like, I forgot how, and I think I spoke about it a little bit on the podcast, but I forgot how this conversation came up. But a young lady was was telling me, she was like, yeah, if it's male, male, female configuration, I expect the men to, to interact with one another. And I'm like, I don't think most men think, most men hate that configuration, right. period. They're not even trying to right. delve into that. But I don't think the ones that do are automatically thinking, I got to do something with the man when I'm here. I think most men are just assuming, all right, shorty wants to suck a dick and, and fuck a nigga at the same time. So I'm going to have her sucking my dick and the nigga going to be fucking, I'm going to be holding her head, he's going to be holding a fucking stomach. And we yeah, just- n- not, I don't think most are thinking, all right, well, she's expecting me to now go right. and, and do X, Y, and Z with it. And that's a real conversation because, again, I don't remember what episode it was. When I was in that lifestyle, I was speaking heavily about my sexuality on multiple occasions. And one of the conversations that a woman told me straight up was I had two, I had two separate conversations. One of them was I was in a polyamorous relationship, but I also had a hallway pass. So I was still fucking other girls, which that's a whole nother conversation. For me, <laughs> yeah. right? that's, that's another level of what the fuck I was. I was, do- I was doing some next level shit. Yeah, that's how like. My shit was poly-esque. <laughs> we we gonna keep it a hundred. It was poly but anyway, uh, one of the conversations I had was, if it's me and another nigga and a girl, the girl that I was talking to, because she was hypothetically speaking, she was like, if it's me, you and another nigga, if that nigga fuck you, if that nigga think he could fuck you while you're fucking me, it's over. Mm. She was like, I'm very territorial about. She was talking about me, but she was like, I'm very ter- territorial about how I view a nigga that I really, really like fucking me and then another nigga that's, that's just there to help fuck. She was like, I would look at you differently. These conversations go deep. And then another woman told me straight up, similar to what the conversation you was having, do you know what you would do? What if the nigga touched you in a way that reminded you of me while we was fucking? Would you let him continue? I was like, I don't know. Shit go deep. Uh, shit go crazy. That Patreon coming soon though. <laughs> That's a- <laughs> shit go crazy. This poly shit. Y- and, and y'all, and, and again, I'm gonna just say one more thing. If y'all again, if y'all just want the fantasy, 
have that real open conversation because some of y'all will potentially end up in a situation where you're going to do it and you might be confused. Don't play. I think I think that's the piece. Don't play, y'all. I, I mean, that's all that when you were talking, that's all that was like going yeah. through my mind is like be playing. all this shit could get confusing. Nah, it can get right? it can get really confusing. It can get to the point where now you don't really know what the fuck you like because you just did some shit in the bedroom that it, you liked it, but now you really don't know if you like. So you might have to do it again. And then you might be like, but if I do it again, does that make me a and that'll be on a Patreon episode that has a both. Yeah, does that make me an X, Y, and right. Z? Right. Does that make me an X, Y, and Z? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I'll... That ass. It get, it get deep. And I feel like, the, you know, like, this is a cross-gender conversation. Yeah, right. Like, I can only imagine the woman who considers herself straight, but is maybe curious about a threesome or decides to do a threesome, and she likes it. And she likes the component of dealing with the girl. Right. Now, does that mean that she just likes the threesome component of dealing with women? Or now does she have to question and say, do I like women? This shit get deep. Shit go deep. Yeah, shit go deep. That's all, that, that, that's all we got for y'all niggas. The other, um, the other conversation that I did love and I enjoyed about what they were talking about, though, um, was the evolution conversation. The part yeah, yeah. where she had mentioned, yeah, well, uh, Jadena had mentioned, you evolve. You're not the same person. That he met when he fell in love with you, and he's not the same person that you met when you fell in love with him. And I think that that is the beautiful thing about love, but I think it's the most scary thing about love is running into somebody, loving them a, a particular type of way, and then y'all start to grow as individuals, but that growth doesn't necessarily mean y'all are growing in the same direction. So, how do you incorporate that? In your new love, like, n I'm not talking about the, the glaring differences, but what if you're dealing with a woman and when you met her, she was into rap music since we've been, we've been talking about rap. She was into rap music. She liked to dress a certain type of way, X, Y, and Z. She ends up, something ends up happening and now she's like, I want to go completely Muslim. I don't want to listen to secular shit. Nigga said we're going there today. Hey, I don't want to. I, I, I'm not trying to. I still love you and I still want you to be part of, of my life, but I don't want to experience you the way I was experiencing you before. That happened to me. It wasn't Muslim, but it was I had I was dating a girl. What the fuck? And towards the end of our relationship, she was like. I want to delve completely into my Christianity. Mm. I don't know what that means about me and you being physical anymore. I don't even know what it means about me and you being together, period. And that was scary. That was, a, that was like, I don't know if it's still stuck with me. That's something I got to delve into a little bit more. But I do Patreon, feel Patreon, like, Patreon, Patreon, yeah, Patreon. that's a Patreon that's a Patreon situation. I will go into, Patreon, into that Patreon, on yeah. Patreon. But gotta save that. what I will say is... I do feel like that is something that is in the back of my mind now. Like damn. when I meet people is damn, I'm meeting you this way. But who are you going to be in two years? But who are you going to be? <laughs> <laughs> Shit. 
What we yo? What are we doing for y'all right now, man? His dad has some bow ties. Y'all not getting this on other podcasts. Y'all, I don't. Y'all I don't, definitely not I don't, getting this. I don't want to hear nothing I don't about care us what being you say. being like them other niggas, right? them other male podcasts. No, we not dumb. About so- no, we talk about everything. Real, raw, authentic. <laughs> the world's wow. most dangerous. Oh my god! Predictors of culture. That's a fact, man. <laughs> Another one. <laughs> Another one. You got you got anything you want to add before we? Listen, listen. This is the space that I'm at in life. Since my brother wants to go there. I went out on a date. I'm going to dig deeper into it on the Patreon, but I'm going to just give you the synopsis. I went out on a date. Got to change the voice and all that. I went out on a date. And I'm talking to this young lady. and We're having an amazing conversation. And halfway through the conversation, she was like, if you really like me like how you say you like me, would you convert to Islam and submit to the will of Allah? That's a deep ass question on the first date. It was the deepest. Oh man. I didn't even really think about that. That was on the first date. That's deep. That was a deep ass. And I'm not going to lie. Caught me off guard. She was looking me dead in my eyes. And I was like, honestly, if I feel the way I feel about a person, Obviously, you're asking me for you, and we got to that. I would submit to the will to the will of Allah. And she looked at me, and her reply: "We gonna see." <laughs> I was like, "Yo, what the fuck?" <laughs> In my head, I'm like, "Yo, what did I get myself into?" That ass. It be like that, son. It'd be like that. Lifestyle is important. Lifestyle definitely. You can't, you can't just be playing with people. We're going we gonna to get deeper into that um, towards, the, towards the, the end of the episode. We got a couple topics I think is going to talk on that. But lifestyle is important, and that's what we need to start incorporating into dating. It's not just, I don't know what y'all niggas be dating for. Okay. I don't know if y'all just be going to have a good time and see where it goes, and that's cool if it is. Talk about it. But at some point, Y'all have to start to think about, does this person fit my lifestyle? Y'all have to start thinking Somebody about. Somebody upset. <laughs> Somebody upset right now. Does, does this person exude the elements of an individual that I see myself getting along with long term? Wow. Not just, are these dates cool? Do we laugh? Do we joke? Do we have fun? Is this someone that I could wake up every day, look at, and be fucking enamored and happy that this is my partner? I want to be enamored every day by my partner. I'm sorry. I want to wake up and be like, damn, like, it's, it's my first time meeting you. I can't wait to learn what I learned today. Yeah. Is this person going to stimulate me constantly? More than just a physical touch. Yeah. Because what ends up happening a lot of times, and I don't want to ruin because we got two very, very, very important that, that are close yeah. to this. But yeah. um, a lot of people, I feel like y- y'all are dating for the moment. And that's cool if that's where you are in life. Right, like if that's what you want, if you want to date for the moment, go ahead. But if you talking about you want a, a real thing of substance, you have to really dig into what you really want. And and I'm not talking about the superficial shit because a lot of y'all get stuck on that and think that superficial shit is supposed to somehow uh, supplement the things that are actually going to matter in life, in years, in decades, in centuries. Some of y'all parents 
been dating and been together for 50 years. Trust me, that ain't got nothing to do with what if they could get each other Birkin bags. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But we're going to get to that. Um, what what we did also find out this week is Offset. I think we got a little bit of uh, uh, insight as to why Offset and is not with the Migos right, right now. Right, which I really thought it was all Migos. But no, nah, it sounds like a lot of label situation. A, a, a label, a label um, um, situation that had Offset feeling like the label wasn't as honest, I guess, up front with what it is they promised him. He feel like niggas is... And, and Q is saying this nigga... So, this is becoming a modern day Jay Z and Dame Dash, if you will. Mm. And I think Offset is going to be top of the year because he dropped two singles the other day. Then the second one is going crazy right now. I was like, Offset, Offset, according to Twitter, Offset might be the Beyonce of this group. Yeah. Um. Well, there's a couple things, right? So at some point recently, Offset, Quavo, and Takeoff signed to Motown Records. What? Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. So I think Offset's understanding was that by signing to Motown, somehow he was no longer on QC. Oh. He's been saying that he's not on QC, but then P came out and said, nigga, you still on QC? Like, what? what are you talking about? And so what I'm seeing, right, Offset is having these issues with P. But Quavo and Takeoff are not having these issues. These niggas ain't saying shit. And that's why we have Unk and Few. And they are looking like they're pushing this Lobby Boys album. Heavy. That they're about to put out. Heavy. And that's why you're not seeing Offset on songs with the Migos. So I don't, a lot of people speculated that maybe it might have been a beef between Cousins and family and this, that, and the third. Deeper than that. And it might, it, they might be beefing, but it seems like this, it's stemming from this label stuff. It seems like Takeoff and Quavo are under the understanding that they are still part of QC. And now they're also on Motown Records, but they also know that they have an obligation to QC. And it seems like Offset is saying, I no longer want to have an obligation to QC because when I was solo... I don't feel like y'all supported me the way that I felt I needed to. I actually feel like y'all tried to ruin my career. Offset definitely, I, I liked Offset's album. Father of Four, I liked it. Yeah, and I, I think he did one before that. I, th- I don't think that one was that oh, too I, bad either. I didn't even know that. You see what I'm I saying? I could be wrong. I could be wrong, but I, I thought he did two albums um, solo. Um, um, and I, I, just, I just need quality control to know this. If Offset go, Cardi going too. Yeah, y'all got to know that. Yeah, I gotta know that. Oh well, Cardi's Cardi has a big. I think she signed the Interscope of one of them. Okay, so quality control. It might be management or something else, right. but she not really entangled in that shit. Yeah, but Cardi gonna yeah. speak up for her man because I think she. I think she said something the other day about the shit. No? I, I feel like she did too. I, I didn't. Was, I didn't yeah. see it, but I think she did say something. I was about like, it. y'all niggas gotta be careful because Cardi Cardi's uh, influence holds weight, <laughs> holds a lot of weight. And yeah, so QC dude definitely does have to be careful in this because she can. 100% dictate <laughs> right. public perception right. of what's happening here. And then it's clipped for everybody. Matter include- of fact, she did say something um, earlier this week. She was like, y'all need to stop trying to make Offset seem like the bad guy. Yep. So that that's pow-pow. 
That's that. That's like stop. Yeah. Because if I keep going, yeah, I'm gonna really say some yeah. shit. I don't want me to say. Yeah. And Cardi know Cardi will say it. She gonna say it before that nigga say it. Yeah. And QC can't really do nothing can't to Cardi. Really she Cardi. signed to like she signed to a major major. major the major will back her. Everything she yeah. do. Oh, she, she said that. All right, cool. Let's give her more money so that it can just go away. You know what I mean? But I do think that they have a close relationship to Q. I feel of like course. all artists on QC. I mean to P. All artists on on QC have a, a a strong relationship with P. So, I I hope that all this gets resolved behind the scenes. We don't need too much more of the public shit, right? Yeah. Um, you might have to issue an apology, bro. Me? Yeah. What happened? So, it seems like Kenneth Petty, also known as Zoo. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah! I I I. It seems like I I I seen something that I said. Oh shit! I I don't know. He hasn't been exonerated by the eyes of the law, right? But it, there's a video floating around of his alleged accuser recanting and saying that she tried to recant in court, but the prosecutors one didn't let her take the stand. Oh. And two, didn't take her recant into, uh, I guess, the case. They they stood by what she originally put out there. Now, the reason being is Kenneth Petty, also known as Zoo. Big Zoo. Was big in these streets. And I presume that the prosecutors felt like this was the best way to get him off the streets um, at the time. Um, when he was ripping and running and doing whatever he was doing. So, when I did see this story breaking, I did say to myself, oh, I did not see that coming. However, however, we're talking about this particular case because he got other shit that he done did. And my man's is still, he's still registered as a sex offender. In California. So, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I mean. I don't know, bro. It always gets tricky with black men in court. I guess that's the the real lesson here. Um, she supposedly recanted. Yeah, which is, which is crazy to me. She supposedly said. If you saying this ain't happened, why, why would you do this? Why would you do this? She supposedly said she tried to to do it to the prosecutors, tell them that she wants to take back what she said. And so if anything is looking like the law uh-huh. was like, again, nah, we want to get this nigga off the streets. Damn. We want this nigga behind bars. This okay. actually makes her look crazy. And my, my only question to her, I mean, I guess to anybody who's been in this why now? What happened? That all of a sudden you want to take it back? Well, she took, she's, again, according to her story, she took it back when, uh, when the case came about. Okay. Now, it seems like somebody was filming her oh. while she was on a, a phone call with somebody else and they were talking about the case. Now, I don't know if she knew she was being filmed. It didn't look like it. It looked like she was on FaceTime with somebody. Damn, niggas call her. Yeah, she was on FaceTime with somebody talking about this situation. 
and someone was in the background filming the FaceTime. Maybe that person that was filming her probably knew this whole time that she was lying and was like, yo, I, ha- I-, I have an opportunity to expose her and I'm going to just catch her slipping. And maybe they did. I mean, a lot of people uh, felt like they knew the real story, which is why I guess, one, Nikki had no problem marrying him. Okay. Um, and two... A lot of people were always quiet when that shit came out. Like that's true. If you notice, anytime that 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 story would resurface or there would be more information or whatever may have you would have popped up, none of the niggas in the industry would be like, "Yo, Nikki, what the fuck is like? What are you doing?" Nobody ever questioned Nikki's decision around that. So it seems like again, this is one of them situations similar to the Tory Lane situation. Where the industry seems to know whatever well, the yeah, what real really happened, quote unquote right. story is. And instead of them talking about it, they just, they don't mind working with the nigga or they don't mind doing this or they don't mind doing that. So, um, I mean, I don't, I'm, I don't know if we'll follow this shit, but it is interesting to see how this continues to develop. And who knows, maybe when Nikki's career is said and done. Um, there will, or I know she has a three part interview or, or or not interview, but a, a documentary piece or something like that or six part, something like that. It's coming out, coming out, um, sometime soon. So what is it called? I forget. I forget. But uh, I know that she hasn't chosen what platform I think is going to come out, come out on yet. So whoever's whoever's giving her more money, that's just how that's going to go. Cause it could be on any plot. It could be on YouTube. Yeah. I would presume it's going to be on Netflix, but we'll see. We'll see who she picks. Gonna be between um, Netflix, Hulu, and possibly Disney Plus. But maybe, maybe that's where she'll go into in, into detail about, you know, what what that situation is and why she made the decisions that she made in terms of like being in a relationship, marrying, um, and what information that she has versus what is has been put out in the public. So, um, now this was a very very interesting meme that had come across my page i'm sure you've seen it too it says making 125k as a white person and making 125k as a black person isn't the same and then someone replied to it white people make 125k and still be living with their parents rent free black people make that much and now they're the breadwinner for their entire family bailing them out of unfortunate circumstances Spiritual word, boy. It's just that's one of the realest shits ever. That like, is uh, that uh, hit different. That that it, it hit different because now do I want to make one hundred and twenty five k? Do I want to be millionaire distinguished? Knowing that that's gonna be in the back of somebody's mind because I know he got it, and I ain't, I don't know what he really did to get it. I I never had to work that hard to get it, but he got to help because he he know I'm struggling. He know I ain't got it. He know I'm back. On bills before that nigga was even born. He know I need it. He got it though. He know I need his money. Cause he, he don't need his money. I, I need his money. I mean, we really gonna talk about it. We here Let's talk about we it. here today. Let's talk about it. Um not only is that true. <laughs> oh shit. But unfortunately, because of wealth gaps and, and this isn't culture, right? This no, is circumstance. This is circumstance. I want, want y'all to get that clear. Right. The white person's family okay. has money for them still. You making 125K, but daddy is like, that's cute. 
I'm making two fifty and I have a hundred thou I had a hundred thou in the bank for you for when you graduate college. Right. So like whatever you're talking about, you got, I had it before you even had it. Mom is making if any if if not the same as dad, mom is making probably seventy five K. Chilling like I'm okay, baby. We are the only ones. Oh man, here we go. That sit around waiting for Superman. Talking about the man gotta go make all the money, and I don't wanna do nothing but sit around and get Birkin bags, get Chanel, get Gucci, and and I don't have to contribute to the bills. I'm gonna be a stay at home. I wanna be spoiled. Cleaning the house, and that's that's it, if I'm even doing that. I wanna be a housewife. I shouldn't have to go to work. I don't wanna have to lift a finger. I want my money and I want his money too. Memes that we see every fucking day. Every fucking day. And this is what the fuck niggas got to deal with in the dating world. I'm tired of this shit. And com- And the only reason why we even mention this is because the comments be backing the shit up. The comments be insane. And any From woman that says. women, oh my God. Any woman that says, nah, this is this not cap- for me. Right. They'll pick me. Or, or they can sit it. Catering, uh, trying to cater to men's or or or, or baby in a man, and that's not how a man is supposed to. No, we the only ones that subscribe to that shit, and and historically that's never been the case. The black women within the household, unfortunately, would end up being nannies while the man was working, and so it was a joint income then. Facts. Like if we really keep it at a buck, a stack. And I'm not saying that, again, we talk about this a lot. So right. I am not saying that men don't strive to get to the point where it's like, oh, you don't got to do nothing but but chill. Like, I have enough money to, that I can take care of both. But for it to be this this weird standard that I don't, we don't, we don't have to build together, that's weird to me. This idea that, like, all right, this man is supposed to go and try and attempt to make as much as as possible, get two, three jobs when you don't get one before you attempt to get one. They, they got to get two, three jobs to make sure that they can maintain, get you to go on vacations, buy you shit, and you not even attempting to get one to contribute to anything. And this being like the predominant mentality of what manhood should be, it leads to... These type of men that we say we don't want in our community. Man has been defined by women who think they know what a man is. At least on Beyonce's internet. At least on Beyonce's internet. Manhood is being defined by women who are in this space where they're making money and they're in their careers and they look at men and it's like, I don't need you for anything, but if I ask you for money, I should definitely get it. But you asking me for money, you should not get it because why are you asking me for money? You're a man. It makes more sense for me as a woman to ask you for money, to ask you to do things. But you it's ask, okay if I ask right. you for money. But you, but you asking me for money, nigga, go get a job, nigga. Why you don't got no money? Why you asking me for money? That shit's crazy to me. Oh, you have a job and you asking me for money, nigga. You you clearly don't know how to how to take care of your money. Clearly, you broke. Not that you hit a hard time, right? Not that something happened that you weren't able to plan for not that payroll probably fucked your checkup i was like you gotta wait till next week yeah for us to correct it that's happened to me like twice like fuck listen 
place that I work at just changed their shit, and some niggas, not not on my site, but some niggas complained about like, yo, I ain't get what I was supposed to get. So it happens. Interesting, dog. Companies, it happens. We live, we live, we live, we living in some times where you, as a man, you are judged by how much money you make, than how much love you give to a woman. This is dad has some bow ties, y'all. We're going to give it to you real raw, raw and honest. I don't know where. Preach to. <laughs> are the people who have the audacity of hope. No, we, we, we don't need that one. We need the okay, other one. Okay. We need the other one. We're we getting y'all ready to go somewhere. It's a Sunday, too. We're we getting ready to. We, we, and, and, and there's something special. Somebody say church. Somebody's going to be happy. Something's going to be happening. Every fucking time we record now on Sundays, we're going to give y'all something we wasn't able to give y'all on Mondays because it was a Monday. But a Sunday. Yeah, Sunday. We got time for y'all niggas. Sunday, yo, we giving you Sunday podcast service. SPS. Oh, hold up. There we go. SPS, y'all. Said men get angry when you out talk to that, that your tongue is your weapon and that you can win the battle and still lose the war. The right word spoken by a good woman in a bad situation can make a man fly. You know how you are about your children Mm -hmm. come hell or high water? I'm down for you. Mm -hmm. Well, most of us had that with our mothers. And then we marry you. Oh, my God. And we watch you give it to your children. But not to us. And this is what I want you to understand. I'm not blaming you for where they're broken. Because they were probably broken in some way when you got them. I'm telling you how to minister to the brokenness without emasculating the patient. Okay? If you've got a man that life has beaten and he comes home to a woman holding a whip, don't be angry when he looks beat down. Do you? What y'all want us to do? T.D. Jake ain't one of these pastors, y'all. I'm going to let you know that right now. T.D. Jake ain't one of those. And see, we we get... We, he one of one. We've <laughs> gotten to a space where people say stuff like that and certain communities of women feel attacked. Right. This is not an attack. It's definitely not an attack. He don't even sound attackful. He's like he trying to make you understand where he's coming we, from. We have to get to a space where we start to take men's... Feelings back into accountability. Like, into account. I'm sorry, not accountability. Because women don't want accountability. We, we, we know this, bro. And we've been experiencing this for mad long. And even, and even to a certain degree, if I must say, our own mothers don't want to take accountability. Mm. In certain instances. In certain instances. For, for sure. For as we get older... That thing that we had with them as their little boys, they they see a man in front of them now. And there's a certain way that they can't talk to us no more when they're in our space. Cause well, sometimes they see a man that resembles the man that they currently despise. <laughs> what you doing right now, big bro? Yo, what, what are you doing we right gonna now? We going to talk about it. We going to talk about it. Yo. They see the man that oh used to be God. their little boy resemble the man that they fell in love with at one point but despise now. They they don't like them. Oh. So now even if you're not even if your personality doesn't reflect the personality of your father, 
of a husband that they had, of whatever, you are triggering by just existing. The realest shit. I'm in that space right now, bro. Mm. I'm in that space right now. That has some bow ties. <laughs> really, really, really going for it this episode. But I think the conversation is there. Um, yes, like, you can win the battle but lose the war. And I've definitely dated women that were way more, they were more focused on winning the battle and totally missed the fact that they were losing the war. Mm. If their idea was to build something real with me, mm. but they were battling me on things that I had nothing to do. Matter of fact, sometimes they weren't even battling me. They were battling the last nigga they fucked with, and they were using me as the conduit to win that battle that they might have lost when they was with that nigga. Because they're looking at you, and there's certain shit that happened with the old nigga they either one might want you to do it or get triggered when you do it, but it's not in the way that the other person did. It. Or they see an avenue where they can win that battle. Right? With the with the last nigga, they raised their voice and he was willing to slap the shit out of them. Right. Meanwhile. Trig- trigger warning. I'm sorry for anybody right. who's been through that. Right. But on the flip side. Right. They see me. Right, you ain't. I'm not doing that. So I get to win the battle. Right. I get to curse this nigga out, curse him to filth. Nudge your head. Call him all types of shit and walk away feeling like, yeah, I got my shit off. And then come back three days later like I overreacted. Like nothing happened. Like nothing happened. And then when I say, Let's talk about. Oh, I don't want to talk. You don't want to. You don't want to talk about it. You just curse me out like a dog. And now, when I say it's over, now you 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 a victim. Now it's oh, I can't believe you being so cold hearted. What? Oh, you won't even hear me out. Yeah. Now 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 you somehow the bad guy. Now some now some somehow you've gotten to a space where you're hurting her by holding up your own boundaries. Because again. They were more focused on winning the battle. Mm. Sometimes that's attached to a nigga that ain't got nothing to do with right now. Right. That's not all the time, but that that that's a case. That'd be most, yeah. I mean, that that'd be a case, yeah. you know. And then sometimes it's just a matter of we're in this space where it feels liberating and it feels like you're protecting yourself by going at a man. I ain't gonna let no man treat me no type of way, even if that man is not trying to treat you that way. I'll never forget. I was dating this young lady. I might have told this story on here. I was dating this young lady, and it was her birthday. Oh, yes. I have a lot of birthday stories. A lot of birthdays. A lot of shit goes, goes bad during we, birthday we, and Christmas. We're we, we, we going to have a, a special a special uh, 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 episode on a Patreon called Birthdays and Holidays. Yeah. So it was this, it was this young lady's birthday during the pandemic, um, and Shorty was like, during a pandemic, damn. Shorty was like, "Oh, I I celebrated my birthday at an Airbnb. Okay, can you pick me up? I mean, I can, 
Um, but right now, I'm actually going to pick up your birthday gift. I'm actually going to, to grab that for you. The thing that you asked me for, I actually went right. and got it. I'm actually going to get that for you. Oh, really? Da 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 da. Yeah. So I'm I'm doing that right now. Right. Um. So I don't know because I do know that with Airbnbs, they got certain checkout times. They definitely do. I don't know if I'm going to be ready or done by the time you're ready to check out. Right. That should be 11, 12 o'clock the max. Right. I don't I don't want you to have to pay extra. Oh, no, nah, I'll be good. I'll be fine. All right, cool. cool. Whatever. Thank you. Eight o'clock comes. I get a call. Where you at? I just told you. I, I, I told you I was going to be picking up your gift, which I'm doing right now. Um, You still at the spot? Yeah. All right, cool. So, actually, this spot don't have your joint, so I'm actually going to go to the other one that claims that they have it. Right. So, we looking at, like, 11 o'clock for me to get over there. Right, right. It's going to take another hour. I'm, I'm going to the other side of town. <laughs> Literally, going to the other side of town. Are you okay with that? <laughs> I fucking told you to come pick me up. You can't come fucking pick me up. This is why niggas is useless. This is why I don't fuck with niggas. <laughs> Oh, no, 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 I got to take the headphones off. She ain't talk to my guy like that. Bro, I will never forget. What? I'm on the phone. This is why niggas is useless? I'm like. This is why I don't fuck with niggas. This is why I don't ask nothing for no niggas. Because y'all niggas is useless. Wow. All right. So do you want me to get your gift? (laughs) Wait, you still was gonna get it, or do you want me to pick you up? Like, what? What's the problem here? Like, nah, I fucking ask you to pick me up. All right, well, cool. Since you talking like this, though, I'm not doing shit. I'm going home. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm doing. Yes, yes. I'm not picking this shit up. And or you, and or you. Everything is staying grounded Everything on the ground level. Clip. Clip everything. Clip. I'm about to get a haircut right now. I'm about to be out. I'm Clippers. That's I'm about to get. A I'm about pick. to watch the Clippers game. Fuck is you talking about? I like, I don't even smoke, but I'm about to smoke this clip. Yeah, but that's trauma from Dude, whatever right, the right. fuck you was dealing with before. Right, and now you just exploded because you having a rough fucking morning or a rough day, whatever's happening. You taking it out on me. The guy that's been treating you well, checking up on you, making sure you good. Sending you nothing but positive affirmations. Making sure I treat you like a lady, like a queen, like like how you're supposed to be treated. And that's how you're going to do me? It's like, it's like, yo, again, accountability and something. It's, you never told me you was doing this Airbnb shit until earlier today. That shit just came out of nowhere. I was like, oh, okay, that's what's up. I had no I idea. I ain't had nothing to do with that. I never promised you, y'all pick you up. When you did bring it up and you were like, can you? I said, I can see because right. I'm going to get your thing today. I'm on, a, I'm on a time restraint, baby. Give me some time. Right. I'm like, I don't know if our shit going to line up. If they're, if you have to check out at 12, remember, I'm still working. Like, I might be remote, but I'm still working. Right. I'm actually doing shit for my job. So, I'm not going to be free to four. And then at that point in time, I will be going to get your gift. Correct. If you got to check out anywhere in between that, I can't do that. But if... You are okay with waiting all day, then cool. You know what I mean? Like I, I had a feeling that shit wasn't gonna be where it, it said it was online, and then when it was like the other store might have it, it you know, because what had happened was, especially during the pandemic, stores would say that they have shit in stock, right? And then you go to the store and the shit is not in stock. 
So that's what ended up happening in that instance. It was like this particular store had it in stock. I got there, shit not in stock. Dude was like, yo, we ran out of them shits, da 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 Cool. Other store was like, yo, it, it, online it said it was in stock. So I was like, all right, it's a long shot, but I'll go and try and get it. As And, and it was like, this store closes at 10. It was already like between, it was like 8.40, about to be 9 or whatever. So I'm estimating, I'm like, all right, so I'm probably going to get there like 9.30, 9.45, have right. to rush in there, grab whatever, and then dip. Um, and then by the time that I get from that side back over, it's going to be like 10, 11 o'clock. What are we talking about? So I'm like, if you had an Airbnb, I don't know if they're going to, that's my, you might as well stay the next day. You might as well tell them, because, yo, can you just like do this for me? Like, I'm probably not going to check out till tomorrow morning. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? I'm looking out for you in a sense of like, yo, I don't want you to spend extra bread because you're waiting for me to pick you up. If you already decided you were staying there extra night. Cool, we had no issues. All right, I'll be there. Da 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 da. Right, I'll be there later on. Yeah. But if you are waiting for me to come get you and I'm trying to be transparent with you, like, yo, I don't know what time I'm gonna be able to get there unless you don't want me to get the gift. If if that's what you were insinuating, you rather me pick you up now instead of getting a gift, then your communication wasn't on that. But from it to go to A to Z like that. We're talking about her triggers. A fact. Nigga, I was triggered when you just said that. I've never. First of all, I've never heard this story. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And secondly, were you triggered? We over here talking about her. Were you triggered when? Because I was just triggered when I heard the words "useless." I was triggered off that immediately. For me, it just was. That was that was insane. What I guess if there were any triggers at all, what triggered me was, damn X, you just. Got away from shorties like this. Damn. You gonna deal with a fourth shorty like this? Damn. Damn. You had three of them already. You had three wild ones already. Wow. And you stopped dealing with them because they was wild. Wow. You had one that really tried to fuck your life up. And after that, you vowed never to do it again. And here you are again with another one. And it's like, are you... Again, it's not about what you attract, but it's about what you entertain. Are you, is there something about this type of individual that you like to entertain? And if so, you need to fix that. You need to figure it out. You need to fix it. I don't necessarily think it was that because that was the first time she ever got. No, that was the second time she got like that. The first time I was like, all right, this might be slightly my fault because I wasn't thinking from the lens that I guess she was in. She was interpreting. We were supposed to go, um, I think it was to Philly for uh, a show. Okay. And I was late to pick her up, but she waited until I picked her up to get food, to want to want to eat. And although she had mentioned early in the day, like she was hungry. And it was like, in my mind, why didn't you eat earlier? Like, why... Was this one of these situations where you waited for me to come so that I have to be responsible for feeding you because you didn't want to cook for yourself or use your own money or whatever the case may be? And if that was the case, you know me. Be upfront. So let me yes. know from from Rip, like, hey, babe, I want you to give me some food or right. or would you mind? Would you mind if you're on the way to me? Can you just pick me something up? So don't wait until we ready to go. We already late for the show. And now you're like, yo, can we stop for food? No can do. I can't go 
for that? No. And I was like, I don't know if we could stop for food. We're already behind time. Just don't like, make your stomach growl at the show. Yeah, I'm like, I'm I'm like, maybe we could get food there, you know, 100 percent Right. But we I, I'm trying not to be late for this shit. Right. We already running behind. Um, and she exploded about that. And I was like, I right, I'll take some of that because I get it. Maybe you, you know what I mean, you was trying to wait, you was trying to get shit together so that you wouldn't be late and then I end up being late. So cool. Uh, there, there's responsibility for me to take within that. Um, I don't know about your response or your reaction. I don't know if I should have been as cool about it. Um, or, or rather, I don't know if I should should have taken accountability for that aspect of it because I still feel like she was wilding out the way she responded. But definitely like what led to it is like, all right, you know, that's slightly on me. Um, but this one was definitely like left field. That was the last time we, we spoke on that type of level of timing because it was like you bugging out yeah you <laughs> we're not doing that um I'm so, I'm so proud of you <laughs> this nigga, but yeah so um I'm, I, and, and i'm sorry you have to go through that because you don't deserve that you already know how you are you already know how your friends feel about you, you already know that there's uh people in your life that know you don't come from that type of space you don't come from that type of environment so to continuously Time after time after time again, experience that with women that you find enjoyable, you find attractive, you find, you know, worthy of your kindness and, you know, your good spirited soul for you to continuously, you know, experience that is very unfortunate. At the same time, going to you a little bit, that kind of does say something about the women that you slightly attract and the women that you slightly entertain. And again, you know, you already said it, but, you know, doing the work in terms of, you know, you got to figure that out. Absolutely. We, We all know you don't deserve that. That you, was you of all people. You don't deserve that. That was like the last nail in the coffin, I think, in terms of of that. And it, I don't think I was purposely entertaining it, right? Like, because I think that sometimes that's where we get confused and we get caught up. We think that a person is purposely entertaining something that's toxic, mm. and it's like, well, then that's on you, my nigga. Like, but I don't think it's always that. I think sometimes. As you stated, and as we're going to get to in this other conversation, but you're attracted to somebody. Right. You meet them. Everything is cool in the first initial stages. Mm. But then you start to realize that they're toxic. Mm. And instead of you saying to yourself, oh, they wilding out. This ain't for me. I don't care how attracted I am to them. I don't care how many good times we had initially. I got to cut this off. I got to sever this. I got to let it go because that's not how I communicate. That's not what I come from. X, Y, and Z, what other elements you want to throw in there. But instead, what we do is we continue to search for the good within that scenario, within that situation. That was a one-off. Correct. Maybe I take accountability for that. Right. All right, it was on me. I fucked up. Right. You start to get into these spaces where you start to hold more emphasis on what you might have or might not have done instead of holding that person to the standard of what you want. And that's why I've advocated to you as well. It's not always about what they want or or if you're pleasing them or if you're fitting the mold that they claim that you should. You definitely taught me that. Sometimes it's about do they fit your fucking mold? Do they fit what you're looking for? Come on, man. Come on. Because if we communicate, and my way of communicating is, if even if we bump into an argument or a situation, 
We know how to talk it out calmly, smoothly. We get through it. But your way of doing it is screaming, yelling, and and fuck this, throwing shit, getting in my face, hitting. Then we got to end this. You don't fit my shit. I don't give a fuck if I fit your shit. Hitting me is crazy because I've never laid a hand on any woman that I've ever been with. I've never laid a hand on a woman to, to physically cause bodily harm or hurt her in a way that would... Make her be like, yo, this nigga's a threat to me and my life. Yeah, and I and I I pray that you never will. I pray I never do. And I I damn sure I do not see myself in that type of scenario. But what I started to do, okay, um, to ensure that shadow work. And I and and this is I dealt with a woman that I felt like could get me there. Oh, no. and I had to say to myself, I have to stop dealing with you. Because you're making me, not you, like, you're not the one doing it, but dealing with you is making me entertain aspects of interactions that I would never entertain. Dealing with you is making me feel like I might want to check your phone. Dealing with you is making me feel like, I don't believe you, so maybe I need to pop up on you. Wow. Dealing with you is making me feel like, yo, the next time you get in my face, I'm going to really show you what it's like to get in my face. I dealt with one woman like that in my early 20s. And once I realized that she could get me there, I had to learn instantly, yo, walk away. Because she's used to this shit. Going back to what we talk said, about it. She's used to niggas calling her a bitch. She's used to niggas slapping her up. She's also used to fighting niggas. She's also used to punching niggas. She's also used to publicly, publicly starting fights. Mm. Whether that's verbal, physical, or financial. Mm. In public, because she don't give a fuck. Mm. You know, I've learned in those instances... That's not for me, because like you said, if we allow those situations, dealing with those type of people to get us out of character, what does that say about our character this whole time? Your character, get, you, you can't, you can't, not, you can't return no, from that no, space. No, 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 no matter, no matter. We've seen it time and time before. Chris Brown. Chris Brown is a prime example. You cannot Some return. Some of these football players, you will never yeah. come back from that, ever. The moment you step into that realm. It's done. Right? And then you give that person the power to ruin your life. Right? Because what tends to happen, I've noticed from my friends or women that I've dealt with that have been in that space, they'll hold that little quote-unquote secret down that y'all got into whatever physical altercation. But wait till y'all break up. Or wait till it's beneficial for them not to hold it down. Oh, hell yeah, yeah. Now I'm telling everybody, oh, that nigga right there, X, Y, and Z. And I'm not saying that they're supposed to hold it down. I'm, right. not, I'm not saying protect your abuser. Right. right. But it's different when you're abusive too. Oh, yeah. Oh. When, when you start the shit and he responds to it, right? And now he probably, because he's a man, because he's strong, stronger, or he wild the fuck out, he did some damage when he got to the space that he got to. Not saying that you didn't do no damage when you did whatever you did to him. But y'all ain't got into this nasty, toxic space. Whenever that happens, the man is always at, at the loss. There's nothing he can say that's going to make niggas be like, oh, you was right for, for 
quote unquote going back at her or putting hands on her. Nah. Why is it crazy when a dude says, and it's crazy, when a dude hits a girl, why is it not equally as crazy when a when a chick hits a dude? I mean, we've it's culture. It's because that's because that's insane. That 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 that's basically equality. <laughs> well, I would say it's culture. It's biology. We got a lot of things mixed into why we will dismiss a woman doing bodily harm to a man versus a man. Um, Deciding that he wants to do the same. Me, Not saying it's right or wrong. Let me take it a step further, though, because we here now. Whoopi got killed for that take, too. Yo, Whoopi got destroyed for that. Yo, I love Whoopi, man. Fuck it, man. We love Whoopi. She got killed for that. What do we say about the guy who takes the girl out, showers her, worships the ground she fucking walks on, He's the best guy for her. He's showing her all the things that she needs to elevate to the level that she can fully operate in her most feminine woman, her most divine feminine. I'm, I'm seeing that around a lot, too. Oh, I need a real masculine guy to get me there. You should be there before I get there. Mm, oh, my God. <laughs> you should we, be there we before doing, I get what there. What we doing on this pod, bro? A lot. <laughs> Master teaching is in session with Distinguished the God and XAB, a.k.a. Young Wavy. A fact. A.k.a. Stop playing with us, man. That's all I want to say. But going back to what I'm saying, women talk about, I want my man to be healed. Are you sure that you're healed? Are you sure that you done with punching niggas in the face? Oh, my God. Are you sure? Are you sure you're done with keying niggas' cars? Oh my god! Are you sure you're done with popping niggas' tires? Are you sure you're done with going through my phone when I'm sleeping, mm. using my finger to open the index? Are you sure? Because I don't know if you for real about what you want from the from the male counterpart. I don't know if you sure. Mm. A lot of y'all say you want your man to be masculine. But you are the furthest thing from feminine. You're more masculine than me. You always, you always want to fight me. You always want to argue with me. You For always simple wanna, shit. You always want to grab me up. For simple shit. You always want to throw and break shit. You're breaking more shit than I'm breaking. I don't even break shit. You're talking about you want me to be calm, cool, and... When was the last time you was calm, cool, and collective with me? You always snapping about your job, how you want to just fuck up your manager... You're tired of your employees. You want me to speak life into you, but you don't speak life into niggas no day. Ever. But I'm supposed to speak life into you? I'm supposed to be getting you to get to your highest level and to your highest uh, chakra? But you are you operate on the lowest fucking vibration every time we talk on the phone. Every time we meet up. I didn't... I, but, bro, it goes back to the original conversation. Shit, wow. Because... Once you realize that pattern, once you realize that that's what you're entertaining, because it again is a difference between attracting uh-huh. and entertaining. You might, if you an attractive individual, physically, you mentally, be an attractive spiritually, individual. you always you gonna have a bunch of different type of people that's gonna try their luck. That's it, right? What do you entertain though? And for me, it teach. was like teach. 
Yo, this the fourth one, X. It might be more than that. But this the one that sticks out, including the third. You then you you see what road this brings you down. Mm. You dealt with one that made you get depressed. Wow. You dealt with another that made you question your self-esteem. Why? Well, what? Nah, not my guy. You dealt with another that pretty much threatened your livelihood. Oh. Put you in spaces oh, okay. where you might have to have killed a nigga. She, Literally. She, 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 I'm so glad she's gone. She, she's alive. I'm talking about for him. And now... You dealing with one and you don't even know where this can lead to. But do you want to do you want to see? None of these things ended well. So at this point in time, stop entertaining this shit. It don't matter if stop stop making excuses for the trauma that you did not cause. You have nothing to do with the trauma that that young lady is going through. Come on. And she is deciding to present you with you are not responsible to heal that. You may want to because you feel like, yo, that's that's what you're supposed to do. Come on, XAB. But you're not responsible. Put the cape away. Put it in the closet. Put it in the closet. Matter of fact, burn that shit. Captain save a nothing no more. <laughs> you and I'm it's like, yo, don't entertain that. Wow. And and then the next piece of it, and this is the most important piece. For you to allow space for the people that actually deserve to be in your life to come into your life, you can't have that space crowded with the people that don't deserve to be there. If you're entertaining this shorty, how do you think you're going to expect the shorty that is the opposite of that? Your your attention is on her. So you probably missed the three, four, five, six girls that actually fit what you want to build. Because you've been spending all your time and energy focused on this toxic shit that is going nowhere, but you ending up in a space that is going to end up fucking you up at the end of the day. Mm. Stop entertaining the shit. Wow. It's really what it is, bro. Wow. So that takes us right into this conversation. I was hoping that we save some of this shit for this one, but we here. You know what? <clears throat> y'all women don't want no good man. No, y'all don't. Y'all want the thugs. Yeah, y'all want the guys that's going to break y'all heart. Yeah, you do. You keep on talking to the same type of dudes. Yes, you do. Be quiet. You do. Mm-hmm. You don't want the good guys, the simps, the guys that stay in the house and won't cheat on you. You don't want him. He's too boring, right? He's too lame. He's not attractive. Girl, uh, you better enjoy that peace that comes with that man. That man offers peace that you ain't never had in your entire life. You hear me? You better get you better get with that man because of what he can do for your soul. You better get with that man for what he can do for your soul. Not for what he can do. Oh, he 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 look good out here. Oh, he fine. Oh, baby, that don't mean anything. The older you get, you want peace and stability and love. That's it. That's all you should ever want from a man. Stop saying y'all want a good man when you ain't even attracted to what a really good man offers you, okay? That line right there is insane. That lot, <laughs> she's been teaching in her jokes for years. Let's not get it fucked up. Davinique on point. Ah, fucking damn. Here's what I want to say to that. Because we just spoke from a male perspective. We just told y'all where we've been fucking All up. Right. Some of y'all are getting good character 
and good qualities fucked up. They are two separate things. Good character in a man is what you need to be looking for. Good qualities doesn't necessarily mean that that man is a good man. Because I've seen in the comments section a lot of people be like, oh, well, the nerds cheat too. Or, oh, well, the the nigga with an education, he cheat too. (laughs) Y'all missing the fucking point. It's not about the qualities. (laughs) Right? Those are are qualities. Like, if he has a good job, if he's educated, if he's quote-unquote nerdy and and plays video games, those are qualities of an individual. Those are actually things that maybe they do, but that doesn't represent if they're good or not. A good man has to do with his character. What are his values? What are his beliefs? Does he feel bad about cheating? Is cheating something that he don't want to do? Nah, I don't fuck with cheating. There are men that don't fuck with cheating, contrary to popular belief. That's true, because those niggas ain't never cheat a day in their life. They never they, they never put themselves in that frame of mind. Oh, I'm going to get a girl and I'm going to cheat on. Niggas ain't thinking like that. Does he want to stick around if you get pregnant? They're niggas that turn into baby daddies because never in their life were they ever interested in being a father after a random quote-unquote pop or whatever. But there are men that no matter what, yo, that's my seed. I want to be in their life. Big facts. These are character traits versus qualities. And we keep conflating the two and then being like, no, well, the good men, they are bad too. And now we just become cynical about dating all together. And it's, I, it don't matter. I'm either going to treat all niggas the same or I'm going to be cynical about all niggas. And I'll never feel vulnerable enough to actually let a quote unquote good nigga in to now build something real. Come on. And since we're here, let's go, let's go directly into this shit. That makes less money, but he's very, he's a hard worker. Like he's ambitious. Yeah. Let's say he just started his own business, but he makes 45,000 a year. Would you date him? He wouldn't be able to afford my engagement ring. I'm getting an eight carat Chris and cut vintage engagement ring. If you make $45,000 a year, it would take you four years. No, eight years (laughs) to afford. But how much, I don't know anything about rings. How much, how much is that? About $200,000. Girl, you want a $200,000? Are you insane? <laughs> My ring has to sparkle from across the street. Like, you have yeah. to see that shit. It's going to blind people. But that's so superficial. That's, yeah. like, so superficial. <laughs> but it's about so much more than that. It's about the fact that you can afford that, right? I go to yoga with this girl who has an eight-carat diamond engagement ring. Yeah. a weed company and drives an Audi. So it's about more than just... A, it's about the fact that you can afford that. Okay. Well, I'm just thinking, like... <laughs> You're gonna miss out on a lot of guys because I'm telling, they're no, not no, no, but not not in a good way, not in a good way. I'm telling you, like if my mom asked for that from my dad, my dad would have told her to go find a new boyfriend because there's no way in hell he was gonna spend two hundred thousand dollars on an engagement ring. Do you be cool? If I-, I was a white girl and a black girl having a conversation, which ties back to the conversation we had earlier. In, in case y'all thought we was just, you know what I mean. For the, extra. for the white woman to tell the black woman that you are out of your mind, you're going to miss out on a lot of guys, that says more about the black woman's mindset than that does about the white woman's privilege. So I just wanted to actually talk about 
And that comment section was wild, by the way, too. They was defending a black woman. I was like, here we go with the bullshit. I want to talk about, uh, let, let's come with some of the facts. The general rule about spending on an engagement ring is supposed to be two months worth of salary. So um, in this particular article that I'm reading, right. they give the example of if you make 60000 a year, then you should be spending 10000 on the engagement ring. Okay. All right. So then they, they break down the scale, right? So if you're somebody who is making 15000 a year, I don't know where they do that at. I don't know. I pray you are not making 15000 nowhere. <laughs> that is insane. <laughs> Your, the ring should be 2500 If you're making thirty, it should be five k. 7500 Like I said, 60 is 10 75 is uh, 12k. 90 is 15k. 105 is 17k. 120, you're looking at a $20,000 ring. And 35, uh, 135, you're looking at um, $22,000 on a ring. Now, and we for a $200,000 ring, wow. you'd have to be making what was what was the numbers? That's that that would be equivalent of fifty thousand, I think, for two pay periods, or 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 yeah, something like that. So you'd have to be making in the millions. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well yeah yeah yeah. You make it in the millions. Yeah. One percent of the population. These are the facts, guys. This is not us saying we we would buy it, we won't buy it. these. These are the facts. These are just facts, yeah. These are the braids. <laughs> break it up, break it up, break it up, break down. Just, just facts. Just facts. Like, facts, no printer. Not all of us are going to get with someone who's making 1%. What uh, 1% of the population The problem makes. is, though, hold on, because I think, I think we're on to something now. The problem is... She thinks she has the ability to bag a baller. Yeah. Her mindset is, I'm going to get that ring because I'm going to date somebody that's going to buy that ring. Yeah. And, you know, him buying the ring lets me know that with this ring, I'm now worth $200,000. Yeah, because yeah. her defense to it was it's about knowing, because she tried to make it sound swaggy, but it right. didn't. He said no. I, I'll know that he'll be able to afford that. Right. Yeah, I definitely heard her say that. Why do you need... That's not good enough. Excuse me. Why do you need a man to, to be able to afford a $200,000 ring? Because... Anybody could technically afford it if they save up long enough, I mean, right? Any any one of us, rich, poor, what you could definitely get it, right? But that would also show if that person is more concerned about the amount of money the ring costs than anything else. To me, that shows poor management of money. A lot of people said that in the comment section. They're like, "Oh, yeah, that's poor management skills at its best." Somebody said, "Well, if the ring is two hundred thousand, how much is the house?" 
How much is the house? Because we know the house is going to be way more than the, that. The house has to be. Because <laughs> if you spend more money on a ring than, than you spent a, on a house, house, you actually are broke. Yeah, you broke. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you broke. <laughs> Shit don't make no sense. Shit don't make no sense. Like, <laughs> Shit don't make no... Play the clip. Too. Yeah, it's got... Clip. You know what I mean? I, I, I know it's coming because like, you are a fucking idiot. <laughs> You're a fucking idiot. <laughs> like... What? That don't make no sense. Like why? And she talking with the straightest face, and the white woman is just as bewildered as the rest of us. Like you, you do you hear the words coming out of your mouth? I can't believe you got these thoughts. But why you are you you, you sure? And what her dad would do? Yo, my dad would have said, "Okay, cool, find, find a new boyfriend," because I'm not doing that shit. In fucking sane, but that's facts. And that's a lot of white men. Because I think we got this idea like that white. Couples, that's just the default. The mom stays at home. Right. They work for that. They, they work to get do. to that level. They actually work extremely fucking hard. Like I work with some of them. Motherfuckers work hard. But but in the coupleship. Oh yeah, in the, yeah, the coupleship. It don't start off with mom at home. It started with mom and dad working, and then usually what ends up happening is dad gets into a position where he's making a hundred and fifty a year. And mom is like, well, can I stay home and take care of the kids? And they had that conversation. They work out the math and they say, go ahead, do it. It seems like in our culture, for whatever reason, we make this assumption that that's just how it's supposed to, to be from boyfriend-girlfriendism. Right. And that's not a word, but from the moment that's we become... That's podcast, fuck yeah, it. The moment we become boyfriend and girlfriend, if you can't take care of my bills... If you can't pay my rent every now and then or altogether, then what are you here for? You're useless. What's happening? And this is bad, but it, it has to be said. What's happening with the younger generation? Instagram. Are, are these dudes really going into relationships already wired? Hold on. Already wired thinking... At boyfriend level, not at husband level, not at fiance level, at boyfriend level, I'm 16 years old. My girlfriend mm. is 14 years old. The I answer got, is yes. I got to make sure I take care of her. Nigga, y'all, y'all niggas can't even take care of yourself. That's why you see a lot of these niggas scamming. I got to I gotta make sure she, she dressed in the latest designer. Nigga, are you graduating sixth grade? They scamming at a younger age because they want to... It's funny because it's it, like oh, I speak fuck. to some of the young the young boys. Some of them, they like nah. My shorty, she gotta pay for her own vacation. We go on vacation together, but she paying for her own her own side of the ticket. All right. But then on the other end of it is, yeah, I'll scam and get her that Gucci, the Louis, the Prada. So yeah, there's there's a bit of both going on. There's a bit of there's even chicks willing to scam for their nigga too. Well, not even willing or doing it. Yeah. I, I know, I know that, I know they doing it. Let's go into another rabbit hole. Where we at, bro? God damn. I told you this, but my daughters do not respect men. <laughs> so I'm letting you know that now. And I'm not joking when I tell you that, brother. And they have mouths he look when like it comes to them serious. Nah, disagreements he, yeah, and joking. engagements with men. And they will verbally put some lashings on you, brother. Because they don't respect men. I'm just giving it to you forefront, brother. Right. So you know what you're going in. He might not have told you this. For a father to say that about his daughters... For a father... They to, must have recently gotten into an argument. For a father to say that about his daughters, he didn't say her. He didn't say she. He said they. That means he got more than one daughter. 
He said his daughters do not, his daughters don't respect him. Which means his daughters don't even respect themselves to a, a certain a, a certain degree. I don't know. It all depends on what type of father he is. So maybe okay, maybe he plays a part in that. Pro- but, probably did. But that's wild. Have you ever been in a situation where a family member warned you about the girl you were dating? <laughs> oh, he was about to say no, and then <laughs> that was triggering. I got I got water swelling up in my eyes. Damn. <laughs> I remember dealing with somebody I thought I was going to marry. I don't know if this was the second or third year. And I quote, her mother said, how can you deal with my daughter? That's what her mother told me. She was like, she's not an easy person to deal with. And her mother was saying it jokingly and seriously. More smiling. But her mom was dead ass. And I look back like, oh, her mom was right. I was trying to think about a time where that might have happened, and I'm sure it probably has at some point. But I don't think I've, I can't remember a time where directly a parent said something to me or pulled me to the side like how he did. Right. However, I've seen interactions mm. between the child and the parent. Oh, so you could just know off rip. That let me know. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And shit. And you, you not the parent, but you looking at the parent like, fuck, yo. You must have, you, you must have had a home. We talk about the kids having it hard with their fucking parents. Nigga, the parents having it hard with their kids. We going there today. We potting today. Yeah, some of y'all, some of y'all gonna be tight. We always talk about, oh, my mom was mad strict. She never let me do, but you, but, but you was wildin'. You was ODing. You was ODing. You had your mom thinking you got kidnapped. You at your fucking boyfriend Reggie house for three fucking, three months? Fucking and sucking. All because you ain't want to come home at a certain time? All because she stopped, she told you not to get your fucking tongue pierced at 18? She said, wait till you're 21 till you out my house? And not a parent's beefing. Cause why are you letting my child stay at your crib? That's a that's a whole show. Because I ain't want your child to be on the street. I ain't want her to be on the street. Where's she gonna go? She ain't come from a broken home. She had both parents in the crib. Been trying to get her to come back home for the duration of time that she's here. She ain't trying to go. She missing school. I don't know where she is, and I was still sending money to her phone. Cause at least I know it's still on. It's ringing. It ain't like I, it ain't like I turned it off. I still was paying the phone bill. She don't have a job. She don't have a job. The clothes that she got that she took with her, I bought those. We are gonna have a real conversation oh. about. We need some parents on the show. Black families kicking out their children. Yo, yo, with them having nowhere to go. Yo. We Patreon. do that on the Patreon. Patreon. We're not doing that on this episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, not, we're not giving that. We, we gave y'all a lot already. Damn, this episode go crazy. This episode go hard. <laughs> <laughs> this shit go crazy. <laughs> wow. But that's a conversation that needs to happen. Wow. Because I see it way too often now. Oh, you definitely see it. You see it more than most. Um, Got you looking at your employees crazy. Like, you a parent. You approve of this shit? 
niggas had no Damn. <laughs> you just go, yo, I don't know. I just I just backloaded the, go, the, go the agenda with shit. So the meme I put in the group chat where it's like when you are the first guy that ends up treating Oh, that went a woman Jeez. right. The first time, like for this woman, she's never experienced that before. Right. And it says that you're gonna experience a lot of pain. That broke my heart. <laughs> that that broke my heart. I was like, damn, we and all was that nigga. Correct. And this is what this is what some of the ladies don't realize. Let's go. When y'all when y'all see these niggas and y'all be like, yo, niggas be so fragile. Niggas all it take is one little heart. Nah. Some of us niggas be out here really loving y'all. And this is the first time. And because she don't know how to deal with it, you dealing with all different types of shit. You're dealing with distrust on a whole nother level. You literally could be sleep. And you wake up to 15 fucking messages talking about you cheating on me with a bitch. Nah, I was sleep. And then every time you talk like that, then you hear from them. It's just what niggas did in your past. Well, God, I've been, I've been treating you like a queen for the last seven and a half months. You're going to keep telling me it's because of niggas in the past? Yeah. Leave these niggas in the past. When you going to therapy? When are you going to actually admit you have a problem? You actually not in a space to date me, but I'm giving you a chance. But but we we here. We here now. About to go to Cancun. And oh. hey, trust me, that ain't gonna be a fun trip. Oh, that's gonna bro, bro. <laughs> bro. We gotta talk about going on trips with unhealed go, people. Going on <laughs> took the words out of my This is why this nigga's my brother. I love you. This is why. <laughs> This is why we need to have these conversations. People become more toxic on vacation than you did when we was not on vacation. And this is why I always advocate because I know that there seems to be a conversation around it sometimes. I'm not flying nobody out on vacation. And when we haven't been in a particular type of space because it's dangerous, very dangerous. You take somebody who's unhealed and I've done it. I've done it, and I learned. I learned my lesson. On vacation, it's not go. You not on the type of time they on. You just trying to have a good time. They want to argue. They want to get upset. Throw a little hissy fits like y'all boyfriend, and especially especially if y'all not boyfriend and girlfriend. Especially if y'all not boyfriend. And That's girlfriend. a whole nother thing too. That go crazy. And then you realize, oh, this isn't about you guys not getting along. This is about them being unhealed. And it, it didn't matter what version of you went with them, right? Whether you were the super complacent boy, boyfriend or wow. person, whether you were the happy-go-lucky, whether you let everything roll off your back, they are unhealed. So no matter what you did, y'all were going to end up in this argument. Why Why are you going crazy right now, big bro? You're going crazy right now. You're going, <laughs> you're going, you're going for the juggler, dog. Like, you're going crazy. <laughs> you were going to end up here. Nigga said it didn't matter what version of yourself you brought on a trip. You were going to end up here, son. Shake my hand. Shake my motherfucking hand. You was going to end up here, bro. No matter what. And when you come to that realization, that's when you realize, yo, I'm on a trip with an unhealed individual. There's nothing I can do now but not enjoy this trip. That's it. I didn't spend money. Right. We away. 
I don't know. I don't know how we getting back on a plane together. We 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 took the same plane. We taking the same plane back. And I don't I don't know how we gonna like now. I feel unsafe. I'm on vacation where I'm supposed to be relaxing, bro, feeling unsafe. Bro, the last time I took somebody and flew them out, I swear to God, the third day on the trip, I felt unsafe. Meanwhile, I was being painted as a bad guy in broad daylight, and cops was around. And I was like. <sighs> Haven't we learned what happens? How this this always gonna go left? It's never gonna go in nobody's favor. That's no, ever. No, ever. I'm out here with you. You arguing with me over foolishness? It was the dumb. It was over food, dog. Food. I swear. I swear it was over food. I swear. You yelling at me, and I'm like, yo, chill, yo. We don't gotta do. We in public. And then you start crying. Oh my god. Now, that's a whole nother tear. You crying, you on the phone with family. In front of me. In front of me. Insane on speaker. Talking about you not having a good time. And, oh, X then spoke to me a certain type of way. Oh, that go crazy. Flashbacks. Yo. Flashbacks. X, X didn't, X, X told you, yo, relax. Uh, uh, X. X said, yo, you want to see me get upset? I could get upset. We're not trying to do that. So let's 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 have a good time. He said he kicking me out his room. I don't have nowhere to go. What? what? I I never I said, said that. that. <laughs> I said I said those were exactly like that. That's what you're telling your mother? Wow. It go crazy. Your mother just said she couldn't wait to meet me. That's what you just told her? And now you now now my whole perception. Is done. I don't. I don't. I don't want to meet your family now, and I, Finito, I'm sure they don't want to meet me. Definitely don't want to meet because if they meet me, somebody gonna want to fu- fucking fight me. Clean, unless they know their daughter, and they don't. <laughs> Some of y'all mothers don't know the real daughter that you say you have. That's your real daughter, but the way we know her. We know your real daughter. Mm. We know your real daughter. See, your real daughter not going to tell you that every five minutes she's FaceTiming me because she don't think I'm really at work. You see, your real daughter not going to tell you. Oh, shit. Your real daughter not going to tell you that she actually is not at work. She's actually on her way to find out where the fuck I'm at. Because I told her I was hanging out with the boys. She want to make sure I'm with the boys. And not my coworkers, not my friends that play basketball with. I whip my boys on a block. So she pulling up to the neighborhood because she want to see if I'm really with them t- today. She not going to tell you, right, that she actually, watch this, because I know a girl that got this right now, that she actually got a tracker on my cell phone. And how the fuck I found out? Because I lost my phone one day, and I was trying to figure out where my phone was, and the phone company told me where there's actually a tracker on your phone so we could help you locate it. When the fuck I put a tracker on the phone? Oh, so-and-so. So-and-so. What? What? Nah, she... Then you go to the phone mobile place and they tell you, yeah, they're distracted on your phone for the last three weeks. Say less. Definitely don't know that. I'm dealing with a fucking psychopath. Say less. <laughs> no, no, dead ass. That's some of y'all shit. daughters is re- like, like really, re- like, re- like real shit. No exaggeration. Some of y'all daughters is really crazy. Like for real, for real. If 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 you get to a space, I'm talking to my brothers now, brothers. If you get to a space. Where you know the woman that you with could cause bodily harm 
could put you in a predicament to get jammed up all because she's in her feelings. Mm. You are not, I repeat, you are not in a safe place. Take all that masculine shit out of it. Because that's that's where we get tripped up. Now we really going to have a conversation. A lot of us get tripped up with this idea of, well, shorty can't physically harm me. So what? So I ain't worried. She could yell. She could scream. She could get emotional. She could do whatever. What y'all not taking into consideration is the mental damage that you are going through, the spiritual damage that you are going through by staying with a woman who is willing to do anything to hurt you, to when they in a certain type of state, they don't care until a week later when they say, oh, babe, I was, you know, I was just in a bad mood. I was just, you know, I was in my feelings about X, Y, and Z. What y'all not realizing is, no, maybe she can't physically hurt you. Maybe those punches she throw at you don't hurt. Maybe she don't put hands on you. Maybe all she does is scream, yell, and say things. What y'all not also taking into consideration is she's not just talking to you like that. She's going to her homegirls and saying, yeah, so Rodney did X, Y, and Z, and, like, I called him a bitch-ass nigga. So for some of her homegirls, they might be like, oh, that ain't right. For other ones, they're sitting there and they're looking like, oh, I could treat Rodney a certain type of way now. So now you end up going through even more emotional damage when you go and you try and chill with her and her friends, and her friends is, is goofing on you. Her friends is making you look like a fucking clown talking to you a certain type of way. It isn't always about the physical. Can somebody hurt you? It's often in these spaces. It's about the emotional damage that you're going through that you don't even realize. And then you end up at the end of the tunnel, a different type of nigga. Back to the niggas. There was another meme going around where it was men are single because the character of the women doesn't match the body type that they admire. Yo, what? We was on the women for a minute, but we on the niggas now. Wow. That go insanely crazy. (laughs) That go. Fuck. I'm going to bring it back to what we said last week. Wow. Wow. Y'all not dating people that y'all actually like. Nope. Y'all not dating people that you actually would sit around and talk to and joke around with and trade ideas with for hours that you don't mind being around. You don't mind having conversations with. You are dating body parts. You dating titties. You dating ass. You dating vagina and face. You're dating the idea of what you think the sex is going to be when you actually get a chance oh, to Oh, shit. Them. Yo, say that again, son. <laughs> You're actually dating the idea of how you think it's going to be when you actually get a chance to fuck them. You're not even dating the real sex. Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> You're not dating the real sex that you have with that individual. Yo. You're dating the idea of what that sex is going to be like. Damn. You've been trying to get this girl to fuck you for forever. So that means the sex not even real. You actually just really, you, you just inside them. You're not really like, you're not really connected to them at all. You've been fantasizing about this wild sexual encounter, this wet, wet pussy, all of this, that, and the third. And then sometimes you actually get to, to fuck. You right. actually get to experience this right. woman that you've been chasing. Right. And it ain't that. Right. And both of y'all having sex, but there's only one person that actually got sex. That was you. She just got fucked. She she ain't have no sex. She was just there. Flipping her over, flipping her up. 
it was all about your fantasy, your sexual desire, your sexual need. And then after the sex was over, after you nutted on her back, or after you nutted in her face, or after you nutted in her mouth, it gotta be all that. Yeah. <laughs> after you nutted on her, all of it went away. She went back to the idea. She went back Yo, to the what fantasy. We doing? What are we doing on this show, bro? It's a, it's, it's a master class today. It's Sunday, baby. <laughs> this different. She, yeah. She literally went back. Literally. She went back. Back to being the body part. You was never really invested in the individual. Nah. Y'all keep dating these women. That never even showed up with personality. You seen what they was about on social media. That's the beautiful thing about the tool of social media. Sometimes you get to see the character of the individual before you even meet up. It's called memes, videos, and how they talk and how they perceive things. Their stories, how they post. You can learn a lot about an individual just from watching stories. You might be in a DM with them, communicating and talking. You're going to learn. You'll learn something about this individual. You're going to learn what you... I'm a single individual. <laughs> But you you right on the money. <laughs> right. Because what ends up happening is niggas learn what they want to learn. <laughs> Yo, you like cash facts means too? And you just stick in there. Shorty just told you. <laughs> some shit that you know don't align with what you want in a shorty at all. Yo. I won't even identify it because it's different for everybody. But you holding on to that one meme that y'all share in common. Just to make it seem like, yo, there's something there for us to explore. There's nothing there besides the fact that you like how she look. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> nah, that goes wild because that's the fucking truth. A lot of y'all niggas need to be honest. You don't like, you know what? People been saying this for a long time and it's true. A lot of y'all don't like women. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, there, there are a, a lot of y'all. A lot of y'all like sex and vagina more than you like actually getting to know somebody. But the way you play it off is, I just want sex and vagina. You telling yourself that, but you telling her you really like her, nigga. Stop. Yeah, yeah. Y'all, y'all niggas, y'all niggas fuck, y'all niggas fucked the game up for real. You ain't gotta lie, Craig. You ain't gotta lie, Craig. Bye, Felicia. You ain't gotta lie, Craig. Cause you could find the show the shorty that just wanna be that just down wanna, with the right. fucking too. And if you focus more time on that instead of lying, we a lot of us would not be in the predicaments we are right now. A lot of the good guys would not finish last they would finish first. Yeah, because it's like you gotta get to an understanding within yourself that all you want. All you fucking want, you fuck boy nigga. Mm. You fucking mama playing boy in the house nigga. You fucking boy on the block that still ain't grow the fuck up. You boy that don't even know what the fuck lotion is, even if you saw the word in front of you. Mm. You, boy, you boy that's fucking uh, talking about you want to go to um to to fucking um uh uh spots and, and and vacations, nigga. You've never left Brownsville. Dirty. You want to be with a woman. But you really still operating from a boy's point of view. Mm. All mm. you want, my nigga, is sex. 
And y'all never evolved past that. And you never evolved just wanting sex. But you want to be with a woman? Your idea of a relationship is consistent sex. It's not getting to know an individual and building to a point where that person is part of you. Y'all niggas is living a whole fucking lie, but you want women to be real. But you're mm. out here living a lie. Mm. Y'all fucked it up for a lot of good niggas. And to go to the good niggas, a lot of good dudes used to be y'all niggas. Mm. I was about to say it. We go in there now. Hold on. Let me. We go in there. A lot of good dudes used to be fucking savages. That's a fact. Y'all quote unquote bad niggas or y'all y'all niggas that never been good think y'all was doing damage? Bro, the good niggas now made y'all niggas. Mm. Y'all our bitches, for real. We birthed y'all niggas. We got to a space where we realized that if we just be honest. Oh shit, he going in. Transparent. He going in. And be a safe space. Keep going. Instead of a burning, abandoned crack house building. That we could elevate our level and state of consciousness. If we could do that for ourselves, Then we could do that for the woman that we really care about. Or just women in general. Because we ain't got to be talking and fucking every woman we think and find attractive. But that's what a lot of y'all niggas is doing. Then when we come along. It's harder for us because she think we lying because she ain't used to this because she got daddy issues because the last nigga and the last nigga before the last nigga done fucked up. It was too good to be true. We I, I can't just be doing this because I really like her because I really want to be with her. No, there's, there's got to be something I want. So she's going to keep pushing her fucking expiration date on when we're going to get the pussy because now she think that because all the other niggas violated and slutted her, slutted her out and made her feel like she wasn't shit. She think for us now, the niggas is actually going to treat her right. That her pussy is really a prized possession. That it really is diamond. Because if it's going to be a game, why not let it be a game? If niggas is going to play games with me, then cool. We going to make it a game. And you got this goal at the end of the board. Once you clear the board, now you can get to the pussy. Yo, I'm out, bro. Here's what we need to stop doing. This is insane. <laughs> you ready for this one? I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I'm ready to, to keep going. I don't know if I'm ready. Niggas have to stop operating out of the mindset that they will do anything for pussy. Niggas have to stop operating out of the mindset that they will do anything just to get into some pussy. That's where we are. There are men out here that are lying, that are cheating, wow. that are telling you anything you want to hear because the goal is not you. The goal is pussy. Wow. And so, because it's a game, right? 
okay, cool. I see there's parameters to the game. I see there's rules to the game. I'm going to play the rules. I'm going to do what I need to do. And I'm going to get to the pussy. Right. And now she feels played. I'm a fuck nigga. But I got the pussy. So I won, right? We have to get out of that mindset. Because that is part of it. Like you said, it's a boy's mentality. We keep raising our young boys as a society. This ain't just on men. This is on society as a whole. So some women are involved in this too. I'll never forget, man. I asked two women once. I asked more than two women, but I asked a few women a couple of times regarding what is it that they think men get out of dating? Oh, wow. And the women said, I was like, so. That's a good question. I was like, for women, you guys get the date, right? Like, the man is going to take you out. You generally don't have to pay for that. Um, You might get some flowers, so you might get a gift. You might get other things. What is it that the man gets at the end of it? Or what do they get out of the date besides, quote, unquote, getting to know you? Wow. You want to know what I'd say 50%? Of the women said, I think I do, but I think I don't. Is that is that safe to say? They get sex. If the date is good, or if we've been dating for a couple of times, and and the guy has taken me out, the guy is supposed to get sex. These pants are like I just bought them. You like these? <laughs> what? <laughs> So we're building this culture. So, bro, we're building the culture. That means we're not having sex because you actually are aroused, turned on, and want to fuck me. You're having sex because you think you owe me. That means, hold on, because we about to, wait, let me, let, me, let, me get the, let me get my real thoughts together. So if 50% of the women... That you ask, think like that, then that means that women think all they have to offer men is sex? Bro, the young, when we did that what? speed dating joint, what did that young lady say? Oh, she was going crazy. She was going crazy. We're, we're going on dates so that we could fuck. So the, I need the sex to know, has to right. be good. I need to know if you can fuck me. I'm not going to just date you if you don't know how to fuck me. Because if you know how to fuck me, then I don't see where this is going. So the man is supposed to spend money. Uh-huh. And then we're supposed to fuck. That was her exact correlation. Real fucking sh- We're not making this up. This is what was said. And this was said around other women, too. Other women. So and they all got quiet. And they, it, was, it was, nigga, it was quiet. It was clipped. Nigga, nigga, I was quiet. I was like. Well, actually, I was a bit more vocal because I was just like, what the fuck are you talking about? Two of the women was like, nah, I don't really think like right. that. But one, she one was did, right. she was on it. One didn't say shit. <laughs> I was sitting beside her. And then and then and then and then the one that was sitting beside the one that was talking, that was her best friend. She ain't say shit either, actually. Come to think about it. One was like, ah, two well, two was yeah, the one that was sitting next to me was right. like, ah, I don't, I don't, I don't nope. really. That I don't really it. subscribe to that, but I hear what you're saying. Right, I hear what you're saying. That ain't for me, though. And she was like, then she tried to get philosophical with it and was like, nah, you know what I mean? At the end of the day, we're supposed to procreate. So, you know what I mean? The dating experience is supposed to be 
men putting out enough money to make me feel comfortable opening up my legs. Just tell me that you just want to fuck. Just tell me that. The other shit, you 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 losing me, okay? <laughs> You're fucking losing me. Yeah, don't don't try and correlate that to like real life and that's how dating. No, no, no. You want you want me to fuck you, but you want to feel like I invested something into fucking you because you don't want to feel like a, a cheap or dirty quote unquote whore because that's what society would say. Oh, you just fucked that nigga for a cheeseburger. You fuck that nigga. What future say? Chicken wings? Right. Mm. <laughs> chicken fingers? <laughs> for some Popeyes? You, you, you don't want to feel like you fucked it for that. So the nigga has to take you to a five-star restaurant for you to feel comfortable saying, yeah, nah, I fucked him. But this is what he did for me to get to this pussy. It's cre- free meals and free <laughs> gifts equate free pussy? Because there's niggas that don't have to spend no money and they getting pussy. The same pussy. The same unwaxed or shaved or Brazilian, big, small, fat, large pussy. The same pussy that you've been having since you realized that you had a pussy. There's a nigga that fucked that pussy that has invested nothing into it. He invested no- He invested nothing into you and you making a nigga... That's willing to invest in you work harder for the pussy that another nigga didn't invest anything into. That don't make. I got you. I got you, bro. Don't worry about it. That don't make no sense. That don't make no fucking sense. Yeah, yeah, we got you. Bro, that sounds insane. And for us to even get to this level of thinking, like I'm like, I feel like I'm finally understanding why some men hold on. Have a problem. Wait a minute. Mm. We're spending money on dates. You think that my money is an indicator of how much your vagina is worth is 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 blasphemous to me. And I think that that is where the debate is. That's right? exactly where the debate is. Because I'm taking you on a date as an experience to get to know you and for you to get to know me. How that may manifest itself may not always be a $500 date, a $1,500 date, a $2,000 date. Right. It may not always manifest into that. It may, it may manifest itself into the Brooklyn Museum. It may manifest itself into a Central Park. Based off of your likes, based off of my likes, right. based off of me listening and understanding those likes, and then putting something together that I think both of us will enjoy. It may not always turn out to be some crazy date. And if I provide you with the experience that I think you'll enjoy while I enjoy it, we'll get to explore ourselves if, of course, the goal is to explore ourselves. Now, if the goal is in your mind that I need to invest into your pussy, I need to put funds into enough funds into unlock the key then I can understand why some women's mentality is, nah, you need to spend this amount of money on my date. Otherwise, I feel like you're not taking me seriously. But I still don't agree with that thinking. And that's why men are sitting here like, well, nigga, if the experience don't cost that, why does it matter how much the date is? 
Lord. I'm not saying that I'm not willing to spend that much if that is what the experience entitles, right? Because the experience might be I have to drive all the way out to PA to a light show that only happens once a year because you said you like lights. And them tickets is $100 each. So, yeah, now this is a $500 date. But this is because I decided to give you the best experience that I know to give you. So it, it tallied up to that. Cool. But if that's if I can give you the same experience and it just ends up being that the, the tickets is $25 each. We're not going to eat after because ne- neither one of us has the time to do so. So, yeah, I only spend $50 on this date. Does that mean I'm not investing? I may not be investing in this idea of pussy purchasing. But I only invest in that if I want a fucking prostitute, I thought. I ain't trying to do that to the girl I'm trying to build with. Where it's like, oh, I'm trying to invest in the pussy. Where we at? We're going to have this final conversation. We can get the fuck up out of here. My goodness. Start off like this. A lot of awareness is being raised about sex trafficking and abductions. I'm going to go ahead and retell my story. This happened at a Walmart in the Fountain, Colorado area, which is right outside of Colorado Springs at 2 p.m. in the day. I was drugged and almost abducted. The question that I always get is how did this happen? Like how the hell were you drugged in a Walmart? at 2 p.m. in the day and y'all honestly i can't even (laughs) i'm still trying to process but the facts are that two people who looked like me did this it wasn't a creep it wasn't somebody who looked older and creepy and scary somebody who looked like they could be my cousin and the woman was the one who came up to me talking really fast asking me if i wanted to smell a perfume from her new perfume business Before you know it, this substance was on my arm. It smelled like perfume. It didn't burn. There was nothing weird about it. Nothing at all. I put my wrist up to my nose like this. And I guess by taking a regular inhale, because I did not sniff it, um, it went into my system by both my nose and through my skin. I instantly began to lose consciousness. So I started to walk backwards so I can keep my eyes on them. Um, stumbling trying to get to my aunt however I remember the man's face so vividly he was smiling and they were both walking towards me still I was able to take a picture of them from a side angle as they were leaving um, after they saw that I had took out my phone again this happened in a Walmart at 2 p.m. in the day I told employees they did not help me One of the employees specifically looked at my phone, grinned, and walked off. The facts are that this could have been you. This could have been your niece, your nephew, whoever that you love. So be careful, especially as a woman. Be careful. I know y'all just saw what happened in Houston. They're targeting us, okay? Be careful. Be careful. I meant to say trigger warning before that. Um, Yeah, we talk our shit on here. We laugh, we joke. Um, But... I think it's important. This is a this is a trend that that seems to be happening. Um, I seen another video where the nurse was talking about how they are spraying whatever this substance is or a similar substance onto pieces of paper, um, tissues, and they're putting it in door handles. And so I've, I want, been, I've, I've been seeing that. 
So when you go to remove the tissue, the substance is on there and it gets into your system. Ain't that what happened to the girl in Houston? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the substance gets into your system and apparently um, starts to make you feel like you're losing consciousness. Um, just everybody be safe and be careful. I think that's, that's what I kind of want from this. Uh, I think the young lady explained it better than I can. That so I, I don't want to, I'm not going to remitigate that. But I'm so glad she didn't get abducted. Yeah. Um, I just want everybody, all our listeners, we do have a large female listenership. <laughs> we appreciate you. Y'all probably mad at us from some of the takes from earlier. But um, back to reality, we want y'all to be safe. We want y'all to be cared for, loved, um, and appreciated. Um, and in this instance, obviously, security matters. Be vigilant. I don't know what the fuck is up with all this abduction shit, um, human trafficking, and all of that. But I can't imagine. I can't imagine. So um, everybody be safe. They're putting pe- shit on people's cars. Uh, they trying to be slick about it. You got people coming up uh, to people. Like she said, spraying shit, um, and then you know you you get knocked out, and or or you you get you start to lose consciousness. So now they look like they helping you, or they you look like you walking with them uh, willingly, and you get into a car, and nobody ever sees you again. So, I said at the beginning of this episode that we was gonna do a prayer. Definitely gonna do a prayer for y'all. All right, y'all, bow your heads. You listening? Bow your heads. Tell the baby to to be quiet. Just just feed him the applesauce. All right, God, thank you for giving us another day, for waking us up in the right bodies, in the right minds, in the right souls. Thank you for allowing us to be who we are. Thank you for allowing us to uh, have the experiences that we do and exude the things that we go through. Thank you for giving us this talent, this opportunity to uh, crack jokes, uh, preach, uh, teach all the things we do on this podcast. Thank you for the platform. Thank you for the space. Thank you for the wisdom and the knowledge that you have given us all these years of doing this podcast. I do pray that uh, a lot of our listeners do get something out of this in each and every episode, whether you listen to it five minutes, 10 minutes, an hour, two hours, however long it may be. Thank you for all of our listeners over the years for supporting us, for continuing to uh, give us um, uh, opportunities to uh, be able to be, you know, a beacon of hope, a beacon of light and um, just people who are just trying to, you know, give people something to look forward to when they're having a long day at work, when they're going through things in their relationship, when they're going through things, in, you know, with their partners, when they're going through things in general or when they're going through things and they don't want to admit that they're going through things. You know, they come to us for the good gospel, you know, the crazy ratchet, whatever it is for them. But at the same time, I do pray that we continue to get to a space where we elevate, where we get to that, you know, opportunity in our lives, where we get to the level of pure understanding, of pure happiness, and it has nothing to do with other people, but it has everything to do with how we feel with ourselves. I pray that each and everybody has an amazing week ahead, and thank you guys for listening to Dads and Bowties. I'm your co-host, Distinguish, my man XAB. God bless. Yeah, um... I mean, I guess we don't even really need to do a, a what would dad say in a tough knot after that. What I will say is this is the road to 200. So look out for something big for the 200th episode. Of course, as we get closer and closer to it, we will reveal more details. Um, but this is the road to our 200th episode. So we got a couple of, we got 20 something more episodes of semi 
a little bit more than that to go. Um, but look out for the big reveal for the 200th episode. We're doing some big stuff at that moment in time. Be safe. We love y'all. Peace. Peace.